What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chewing It. I'm Kevin Heffernan, and on behalf of Steve Lemmy, I want to thank you for joining us. Got another great show this week. Have you guys ever uh, uh, seen the credits in a movie, and you see the thing Key Grip, or the Best Boy, or the Grip, and you have no clue what the hell that is? Well, we're going to tell you what that is this week, because we're lucky enough to get our Key Grip to sit down with us, the guy who's gripped all of our movies, and he's going to tell you what that means and what he does. And his name is Patrick Heffernan. Yes, he has the same last name as me. That's because he's my brother. And uh, not only that, though, he is uh, one of the most accomplished grips and key grips in the business. And uh, we were lucky enough to get him to take time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us and shoot the shit. And so... Um, He's going to tell us what his job is and what he does for his job and uh, tell us some great stories. We, we, we went through some great stories about the making of our movies and, uh, and some great stories about movies he's made. You know, He's key-gripped uh, great movies like uh, Sean Penn's Into the Wild, an amazing movie. Um, he's the key-grip for the TV show Workaholics on Comedy Central, which is an awesome show. And... Um, you got tons of stories, and uh, it's informative, it's funny. I think you guys are really going to like it. You also get to see Lemmy try to goad my brother into telling him some some secret Heffernan stories, which, you know, you might get a kick out of. Um, so give it a listen. I think you're really going to like it. Um, but before we get into it, let me do some quick plugs. we got a big trip coming up, big, big, big trip. Um, we're heading up to the Pacific Northwest next week for six nights in six cities. It's going to be awesome, an awesome summertime trip. And um, we're going to start out in San Francisco. On Thursday, July 18th, we'll be in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club, one night only. Um, love going to San Francisco. Last time we were there uh, was last year. We shot our special, Fat Man Little Boy, at the Punchline up there. And had a great time. And if you came to that show or those shows, uh, just know that we have all new material. This is an all new show. So come back out again and come see us and hang out and have some laughs um, at Cobbs. So that's the first night, July 18th, San Francisco Cobbs Comedy Club. The next night, which is a Friday night, July 19th, will be in Portland, Portland, Oregon, at the Hawthorne Theater. And the next night, Saturday night, July 20th, we'll be in Seattle at the Sunset Tavern. And um, we haven't done our show in Portland or Seattle, Heffernan and Lemmy. So we're psyched to get up there and have some fun. And then the next night, we head into Canada. We've got three shows in, uh, in British Columbia. We're going to do July 21st, which is a Sunday night, in Victoria at Club 919. The next night, Monday night, we'll be in Nanaimo. That's July 22nd in Nanaimo at a place called The Queens. And then on July 23rd, which is a Tuesday night, we're going to round it all out in Vancouver, the fan club. I've never been to Vancouver, ever, ever. I'm excited to check it out. I hear it's awesome. So come out to the fan club, July 23rd, and uh, watch the show. It's great. And if you're looking for tickets, go to our website. All this info is listed on our website. It's heffernandlemmy.com. It's just our last names, heffernandlemmy.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Heffernandlemmy, 
uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Heffern and Rules. Lemmy is at Steve Lemmy. And uh, you get all the info there to come out and see us live. Love to see you. Love to see you in the Pacific Northwest. Um, all right, that's it. So um, let's get into it, huh? Without further ado, let's chew it. Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it. And this other guy, Steve. Chew it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're gonna get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? This is Kevin Heffernan. And this is Steve Lemmy. Uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Chewing It. Oh my God! It's summertime, so we're having a, we're having our summertime episodes. Oh man, I am so excited for today's episode. Are you really? I am. Why? I I think you know why. We got a special guest today because one of my favorite people on the planet is here. Is that right? Yeah. Should we listen to him chew first before we uh... do it? Let's, right. Well, why don't we chew first, like we always do? Okay. Now we'll bring him in. His chew sounds a lot like mine chew. It it's, does. Uh, I is think that weird? I think it's genetic. Is that weird? Is, yeah. You have that same That's weird. chewing DNA. Did you screw up his microphone? Apparently oh, I'm not uh, close enough to my. Yeah, get in the mic. Get closer. It. Get on that microphone. Be like your... Oh. Be like your... Like my what? My what? And, and get your lip right up on that microphone. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that they get... Mm. Mm, We've already lost the whole audience. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We, we still have... I mean... You're saying we lost 500,000 people yeah. in one? Yeah, in one chew. <laughs> Do you know that we are the fastest growing podcast in America? Are you really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, I, I've actually had you guys, I told several of my friends to look at your podcast. Oh, good. Word of mouth. Stuff. Yeah, word of mouth is the way to go. Well, this is the exciting thing is because not only are you a podcast participant, yeah. but you are also a listener. I am a listener. I, f- I made them. I, I forced them to. I find it, I find it strange because I've, I listen to all these podcasts and because I've been so privy to all of your lives, like I feel like... You know, I can relate to every single story and every person you talk to. Yeah, and it's hard for me to separate whether, you know, everyone else will like it or not. Okay, I love it. Well, you feel like we're talking to you. I do. I do. It's like, oh my god, I remember that time right. that we were in Club Dread. Right. That's the sign of a good podcast is yes. when you yeah. feel like we are speaking to you. When it yes. touches your heart. Yes, it's strange because you guys are really like looking deep to my eyes now. It's kind of a well, we have our professional hats yeah. on now. Yeah. yeah, this is you know, Pat. You know us in a whole different way, including okay, everybody. We have Pat Heffernan. Brother. Let's introduce him. Pat Heffernan is here, and not only is he my brother, mm-hmm. but he's also what? He's a, a professional key grip. That is he's correct. a professional key grip with an extensive resume in TV and film. Mm-hmm. And not only is he a professional key grip and your brother, but he also happens to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. that's nice. Yes, yes. That's nice. Long. Yeah. But wait, let me just, real quick, like we, just some of the things you've done. You've done, we'll talk about them all, but this is what we do. We just list them real quick. I okay. wouldn't say we'll talk about them all. Well, we'll talk about a bunch of them. Okay. Um, all of our not movies, Puddle Cruiser, right, Super right. Troopers, Club Dread, Beer Fest, Dukes of Hazard. You've done other huge movies. You've worked on movies like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You worked on, uh, uh, you're the key grip on Into the Wild. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You've done uh, uh, all kind. what other movies? Let's see, let's look at some of the other movies that you've got here. Uh, Faster with The Rock. Yeah. Right? Yep. The Proposal. Yep. Bob. Ooh. Right? You got all kinds of these movies. And then you got, you, you did a ton of TV shows. Uh, you're the key grip on Workaholics, which is a, a huge, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, popular TV show. Very much in your food group. Yeah, uh, I'd like to speak with you about that. We're going to talk about okay. that quite okay. some time. Sure. I have a question to ask you. Yes. 
Did you get the invite to uh, Kevin's son's birthday party this past weekend? I did, but I think that uh, I was invited because I was required to, A, hang the pinata, and B, take photos of his kids. Because he's a key grip. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'll tell you what, he put in an mm. elaborate pulley system up yeah. with that pinata, because yeah. that's what he does. Yeah. Excuse me, who's the Hispanic here in the room? I don't know. Yeah. Who is the pinata expert? <laughs> can, do you want to know who didn't get You couldn't get hang the... a picture you on didn't, your you wall didn't, you in didn't your house, but I can hang a fucking pinata. You didn't get invited? And pin the tail on the burro. Holy shit. No, I didn't get invited. Have you invited him to your house to go swimming in the pool with the kids this summer at all in the hot time? Oh, my God. It's so funny that you oh ask that. Oh, my God. It's so funny that you ask that because I invited him over for July 4th. Oh, Well, sure. I did it once while Actually, I was blacked I, out. I invited myself over for the July 4th. Right. Well, right. not That's an, okay. uh, only— Well, your son is a little younger. I mean, but I mean, he might like the reptiles. Now, here's the thing. I just—my wife was hurt by it. We've oh, been, really? We've been spending too much time together. Lemmy and I. Sure, sure, sure. I can, and I can it was time to spend some time apart. Okay. How long yeah. have we been friends? <laughs> too long. You hurt me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hurt me. It was an oversight. I don't get overseen by you, Kev. You're right. I'm sorry. I would never oversee Next you. time. Yeah. Next year? Next birthday. Okay. Right, let's talk about you know, Buck's birthday, but let's talk about me. Come on. Yeah, let's okay. talk about Pat. Okay. <laughs> let's um, get to the meat. Yeah. We're talking about how Pat's not on my brother, professional key grip, right? He's got a huge resume. We thought people and might a like huge to hear about. I think Whoa, <laughs> there you go. That's what I've been told. I think we had a good uh, uh, time uh, with Larry Shear. Remember Larry Shear, DP, when he was mm-hmm. on here, and we talked about you know mm-hmm. stories about making our movies, mm-hmm. and we thought we'd have more people from our crews on I'm here. Full of beans. I was hoping uh, my Just fingers. Let's were, have a conversation. My fingers were crossed that maybe Larry Shear would throw my name out, but I didn't get tossed out. Uh-huh. So Larry, I'm going to send you a text soon if you're listening to this. Yeah. You have risen to the tops, of the top of the ranks of the key grips. Yes, um, not you, to the tops, but I'm I'm, I'm climbing, which yeah, I'm excited for. Tell it. Can you? Because people don't know. Will you tell what a key grip is? I frankly um, don't even know. You don't even know. You've, <laughs> been, you've, you've made many work. movies. Tell people what a, uh, people don't know what a grip is, or tell, what a, tell key what grip, a grip is. Key grip and a grip. The grip department. They're in charge of uh, rigging on set and lighting on set and safety and camera movement. So when you say rigging, what do you mean? Rigging. So like uh, you know, you want to put a light over there you, we we do all the rigging points like we will make sure the lights hang above the actors mm-hmm. uh, we will mount cameras to cars moving vehicles uh, right. we will also uh, if the electric department and lighting crew put up lights we will shade the lights so mm-hmm. it will and you build shit shine. too you build shit I build a lot of shit like what, like what? Like platforms, uh, scaffoldings, and, right. and we build dolly tracks. Um, so you're like a like a set like foreman kind of thing. You're like um, a, like a set guy. We like are a set like. Uh, well, that's the, the, I mean that's what a grip does. Yeah, that's what it, that's what a grip does. You know, like like not like the Army Corps of Engineers, but like the job is for a grip to come on the set and to solve the problems that normally people don't know how to solve. Right. So we we kind of, you know, improvise with the knowledge that we have and And you're that guy you got a tool belt on. I you're... I luckily don't have to wear a tool belt anymore. Well, cuz you're the key uh, grip. Because but my finger hurts from pointing a lot and I do have a laser pointer, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you the... tell your guys what to do? I do. I do like get those, you know, 18 piles of 25 sandbags and put them over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, give us and a little don't more. Don't give me lip. Give me some more jargon. Give me like like what union are you in? Uh, I am in local 80. Union. So you're an 80 guy. I'm an 80 guy. Okay. I'm an 80 guy. 80 guy. He's an 80 guy. This guy's I'm an 80, 80 guy. Okay. As opposed to the 52 yeah. guys. Yeah. 52 guy. 52 didn't want me. So What's I the 52? Came. What's the 52? 52, 52 is New York. Okay. Uh, and I wanted to be 52, but they didn't want me. We'll, we'll talk about that. I got that list. Yeah, I'm there. sure. We'll talk about that. I got a list. I got a list on that. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, but we we also uh, <laughs> well, this is gonna be a good episode. My crew is notorious. Like I make up stupid names for things. Um, okay. You know, and so. Stupid names for what kinds of things? Uh, just things that you know you don't you, like, like. You call a thing a wicket. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a thing when you work in uh, ceilings, like the office and workaholics. You work in drop ceiling. 
kind of environment. So you have to pop off panels, and we mm-hmm. build these little wood structures that you put in there so you can hang the lights, and I call them dick sticks. Okay. So like, go get me two dick sticks with uh, a GS9, which is like a, you know, a, a nine-inch That's the shit that, like that you love. You love the, right. the phrases, the tweenies and the... Right. I, I, all, yeah, the inkies and all that stuff. That's but, not my department. That's an electric that's department. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did, okay. You're showing your ignorance, Steve. Okay. Well, no, I mean, you're... You know, well, you're to, an actor. I don't to expect, me, you're I don't a monkey anymore. wrench. To me, you're a monkey that wrench. True. That is what? true. That, the, the, that's what Soder called me on Purefest. Who is this fucking monkey back here? I'm the talent. You're the monkey wrench. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so the grip does that kind of work. The key grip is the mm-hmm. head of the grips. Yes. So uh, you're the head as, of the department as key grip, you're in charge of uh, being the point of relationship with the director of photography and the gaffer and the director, um, and then uh, to execute their visions. And then I, through my crew, have to manage manpower and equipment rentals and all that kind of stuff to make sure that when it comes time to shoot, uh, we've facilitated what is required of our department. Now, okay. as the key grip or the yes. head of the department, don't you find yes. it kind of irresponsible to make up nicknames uh, for parts to people who are yeah, working It just breaks you? up the monotony. You know? What if they go to another job, like their first big break, and the yeah. guy's like, yeah, give me uh, the, the, yeah. bl- the blizz blast. Yeah. Give me the honeycombs uh, and, uh, and you know, the like, wasps. Yeah, he's like, the yeah. what? The what? And the, yeah. the, bl- the ding-dongs. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the but, dick sticks. But that, the, the beauty of that is, is that is that when you find your core crew, which I've found now over you know the six, seven years I've been here, uh, they know that jargon very well, mm. and so they run and get it, and you mm. see the new guys like, oh, oh. Mm. So it makes the, the recurring players Family. really feel special. Family. Like, you don't know what a dick stick is? Oh, come on. And you can haze the new guy, too. Right. I'll show you what a dick stick right. is. Yeah, yeah. So people like uh, when when you like see the credits of the movie, yes. you see the grips and the key grip, and yes. then there's all those other names. There, explain some of those. Yep. Like, there's the best boy. Everyone makes yep. like, they make a joke about what's the best boy. Tell me what the best yeah. boy so is. The, the best boy is uh, basically my second in command. Uh, my best boy right now is fantastic. Is Nick Klein, and his job is to a primarily deal with my bullshit, okay, and maintain my attitude and my personality. Um, but his job is to deal with equipment lists mm-hmm. and make sure that the equipments that I need are there at the right time. He has to hire. All the crew and all that kind of stuff. So he's like your number two. He's my number two, and, okay. and he does he does the logistics. Like, and I consider myself the idea guy. And okay, he executes okay. that kind of stuff. Mm. Okay, and so and so. You become a best boy, and that's a pretty good stage. And then you would move up to the next you, level. You You're can the key grip. you can move up. Some people don't want to move up. Oh, some people um, just stay best boys. Some people stay best boys, uh, and you know, uh, Nick is really great at fabricating stuff. So he, you know, as I climb, he has a lot of opportunity and yeah. a lot of my money to allow him to build stuff like <laughs> carts and practices welding and that kind of okay. stuff. So, <laughs> okay. So, so fabrication in this in this line of work mm-hmm. the, in the jargon is. Yeah. Building things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where, what is the etymology of the term "best boy"? Um, like, because what is that? You know, do I, with- I, I don't know the answer to the question. I I know that the at one point I thought the etymology for key grip was that he had the keys to all the trucks. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> sure. I think that was, but I, I don't know what the I don't know what the history of best boy is. Just so people know, in the film, do you, do you know? In the I don't. Okay. In, in the film, uh, on the film crew. The key is the, the top person in any department. So there's key makeup, there's uh, key wardrobe, key grip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Key. Now, who are some of the other guys wardrobe in there? Wardrobe designer. What's that? Wardrobe designer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. So, 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 <laughs> so you have the key grip, you have the best boy, key and then grip, you have other boy. things like dolly yeah. grip. And you have the dolly grip. What's a dolly grip? Dude? Dolly grip. Uh, the dolly grip is uh, really in charge of camera movement. So uh, they're the guys that are required to stand by the operator or the DP at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, push dolly. If it's handheld, their job is to take the camera on and off the shoulder. 
Um, and basically, their job is wherever the camera is, that person has to be. Okay, and they're in um, charge of that, helping them. And they're in charge the of that. Camera. And you know, they they push the dolly, they level the dolly track, they build the cranes, uh, they operate the cranes, which is kind of a high stress situation because. Uh, you know, you you really can be put on the chopping block in that position because, because you're so close to the other. You're so close. Ups. You're so close to the higher ups, and you can easily make mistakes and screw up the shots, and then you could be seen as part of the problem sure. in the relationship of the first AC uh, operator dolly grip, and so they just get rid of them. And a lot of times, I had a very hard time finding dolly grips for a long time. I fired a bunch, yeah, which is unfortunate. Did How, you have a problem? You had a problem, couple problems with dolly grip, didn't you? Or no? I I did have a problem with dolly grip. Uh, <laughs> what was the problem? Dukes of Hazard. We had. Uh, uh, we had some problems with dolly gripping, and uh, mm-hmm. I was put as a, I was a must hire, which happens a lot on the Brooklyn Lizard films. Yeah, and uh, I was just going as a normal grip, and yeah. Jay didn't think I wanted to get on, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put you on the job." And the the key grip didn't want me. Do a there. better Chandra Sekhar. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put you on um, <laughs> if you want. The, I didn't think you wanted to go. I was like, "You know, are you kidding me? It's ridiculous." Your Chandra Sekhar sounds a little bit more like Kermit. Kermit the yeah. Frog. Yeah, yeah. But I that feel was, it. that was always the case, though. That yeah. there was a point where it was a Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. 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 I go, uh, I go a little uh, yeah. harder. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's the pause. Uh, That's the pause is, is when his brain yeah. is hard at that moment because you know his, his brain is perpetually hardening yeah it's like clay you know yeah. it gets hard in the sun yeah um, so uh, so anyway so so i was forced uh into right this now situation. it's like the, like the desert right now where it's all like cracked up and <laughs> okay yeah sorry go so, so anyway so i was i was forced in a situation and and the guy's like can you dolly grip push dolly and i was like uh yeah i mean i don't have that much experience but he's like oh great you'll be a great a dolly grip and meanwhile, Duke's Azure was like a fifty million, yeah, I mean, fifty was, sixty million. It was pretty. Film. I mean, it was the first kind of big, you know. Yeah, yeah and uh, and to put me in that situation is like like really throwing me into the fire. It's like, yeah. there's no way. And this guy is was a die grip for um, Richardson on all the Kill Bills, and yeah, you know, yeah. And uh, everything I did was a mistake. Like, <laughs> I put the right foot forward. It was a mistake. And you get me the whiskey stick. I don't know what the whiskey stick is. You don't know what a whiskey stick it's is. Like what the stick. hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. it's the same. It's the same scenario. Yeah. And uh, and he really put me in the fire, and I I will admittedly had at least two panic attacks on set. Did you? Uh, but you, I mean, you learned a shitload, but it was I, hard. I learned an incredible amount, but it was. I did mean, they pull you off of it? Did they know, pull you off the dolly grip? They did not. And in fact, I, I I stuck true to it, and I really every time he yelled at me, I got right back into it. Um, yeah. However, one day you came on set, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, come talk to me for a second. And I put my head down. I was like, "Listen, I, I can't I can't talk to you right now. Like, if he sees me talking to anybody else, but not doing my job, right. he's going to get pissed off. He's like, "Come fucking talk to me." I was like, "Listen, I really I can't." I can't talk to you right now. I was like, I'm your goddamn brother. Get your ass over here right now and talk to me. So I was like, okay. Because I could fire that guy. You right. Know? Well, we, That doesn't sound like uh, Kevin Heffernan. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we walk over and you talk to me and you're like, listen, I just want to let you know that this guy's going to get fired. Um, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot and, about that. And you're, you're going to stay, but he's going to go. So I want you to relax. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. I forgot about but that. I, but I'm staying. He's like, yeah, you're staying. Oh, thank God. That's awesome. And I go back and my dolly's gone. I was like, holy shit. What, what, what the hell happened? And there the, the key grip is over in the corner, but behind my dolly doing my job, looking at me like I am about to get yeah. screwed. Yeah. Uh, but then you know my brother gave me the the you know the inside track that he was right. gone. So he like, didn't know that at that point. He didn't know that, and yeah. and in fact later that day he bought like five six hundred dollars worth of equipment to. And I just wanted to say <laughs> maybe you should save that money because I don't think you're going to be staying in this job much longer. Uh, but you know, 
And he got dumped, and they brought in like a, a local crew, or a he LA, got dumped. They brought an LA crew. No, they brought in an LA crew, right. and uh, and and they were awesome. And then there was a little bit of problems, like the other Dolly Grip, because the local were, crew yeah, okay. tried to snake my job, right? And then uh, and then they brought another guy, like the LA crew. They brought a guy in who was just a grip, but he was pissed off. I was. I mean, it happens all the time. Like yeah. people don't like must hires. So yeah. this guy got in my face, and he's like, "I'm going to get you fired." What? And I was like. And this is during, like, they were doing those naked scenes when they, they go around all the girls' dorms in Dukes of Hazzard. Right, right. Knoxville, Hazzard. open up the different dorms. That's yeah. in the director's yeah. cut. Yeah, yeah the director's cut. cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, I was like, hey, can you grab that ladder for me? He's like, you get your own ladder, Dolly Grip. Oh, I was like, really? Shit. I was like, what the what fuck? What a douchebag. Who's that guy? Yeah, I'm not going to say Why don't you tell me his I'm name? not going to say his name. Have you run into him again? I have not, but I, but I said to him, and I, like, I had just gotten over this whole thing with this uh, this other key grip. Yeah. And uh, he's this guy's like, I'm going to fire you. I was like, go ahead. Did you see that Indian guy over there? That director? Yeah. He's a great friend of mine. You see that guy next to him? That's my brother. And they wrote this. Yeah. I would say you, but I don't think you're around. You were too busy screwing up your scene that you had originally. Oh, my God. What? What? Which, which scene was that? The one where you couldn't hit your mark? Oh, I never hit my mark. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't hit my mark yet. Was that the nighttime scene? That was the nighttime scene when you know Knoxville went as far as to take like like bright orange chalk and do a big X. Lemmy, you think you can hit this one? Yeah, and you I, didn't. You didn't surprise me. I don't believe in marks. <laughs> I don't believe in marks. I believe the cameraman should pull focus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. My job is just to act. That's, yeah, that's right. True. That's true. And you do a great job at Let it. Let the other as people can, worry about as the I marks. I can say from years and years of experience. Oh, you do a Patrick. great job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let let the record show that Pat has drawn first blood in the attacks department. That's okay. I figured there'll be plenty of. Yeah, I got going around. It's fine. It's fine. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. The, the beginning in life. No, no. We'll talk about. Uh, I just... uh, e. Michael Heffernan was had a couple of drinks and came home. <laughs> well, you know, it's the the real question is like, are we gonna? And I'm happy to sit here and follow your lead. How long are we going to talk about work? And how long? Then when are we going to get into like the good stuff? Well, I think I, I think it's, it's going to be a combination. Right. We talk, mm. I mean, we'll talk I about a little bit of everything. Hide. Not, to, not to say that the work stuff isn't good. What I mean is like, I'm just salivating. I want to talk yeah, about yeah. some Heffernan yeah. stuff. Yeah, sure. I'm ready for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the world wants to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. What you know? What I um, think they do, Kev. Okay. Well, let's figure out an organic way to do it. Well, I, I said to, I said Kevin in prep for this. I was like, "What should I do?" He's like, "Well, you know, I'm going to ask you a couple questions about gripping, and let me ask you what it's like to be my brother." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's, I know how it's going to work. So I'm, do you, I'm Kev? prepared for it. But if we go back to the beginning, because what, what happened was yeah. this. This is a little bit of past life, right? So Pat. Uh, was in college. He dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Fuck twice, him. twice. Yeah. Wait, twice. Yeah, I only thought once. What, well, what, I, I medical draw once for you know mental problems. <laughs> what, year, <laughs> what year was that? What year was that? Oh god, that would have been ninety eighty nine eighty nine. Uh, no ninety. No, well, I, mean, I guess uh, no, 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 no. It would have been. I was supposed to. I was supposed to graduate in ninety five. So I guess it would have been ninety three. So like your been sophomore the first, year, uh, junior would have been first mistake. Okay. Uh, and then no, it was sophomore year first mistake, and then senior year was the second mistake. Okay, which was unable to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And now, Lemmy's been there; he knows. I that's, yeah, that's what I was care about. I'm he, the only one sitting at this table with a college degree for yeah, Christ's sake. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the, the only f- one here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we're in the goddamn union. But I did. I did call uh, when we were in Into the Wild. We had this this scene where I had, I had built this uh, this 300 foot crane with a 400 foot rag over um, William Hurt and Emil Hirsch. Yeah. For a shot for a graduation for Into the Wild. Yeah. And it was it was the biggest thing I've ever done. 100k soft suns on. On, on 60 foot 80 foot condors it was, it was awesome yeah and so I called mom and dad I said a picture I was like I may not have graduated college but check this out yeah I built this so, for a graduation that was for so. that graduation so for me that was my graduation my dad's like yeah I guess that counts by the way <laughs> I, I, you know I want you to know that um, for earlier you said you know I, I got thrown into the fire and, mm. and just now you said into the wild you're starting to sound like an 80 guy am I yeah, yeah. You, you sound right. like a it's, union yeah. guy yeah yeah 
Into the fire. Into, into the, the wild. Into the fire, into the wild. I was building a thing on uh, no, Into the Wild. I'm going to go into the fridge and get a beer. There. You know, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, so you fell out of college. Fell out of college. You're living on uh, your parents' couch. You're working at a you're working at a video store and waiting at Knickerbockers. I'm also waiting tables, waiting tables. and working at a video. By store. the way, I yeah. the video store had a very large porn collection, which was weird as well because you know that's very strange. Well, that was you know was the that days the, when they had it. Yeah. Was that the video store in your yeah in our hometown? Yeah, in Tommy Case. Hometown. Okay, I've been yeah, there a million Case. times. They yeah, also yeah. had a big Sizzler section. Yeah, yeah. Like on the way to the porn, there was a soft core. Yeah, yeah, soft core porn. And it, it was weird. A bag on the back seat, like weird, like disgusting, dirty guys who would get like eight at a time. Like what the. That's the section Pat was in charge of. Yeah. yeah. Go clean up the pawn section. All right. Those are the days, huh? Yeah. That's so, before you were uh, an 80 guy. God, I went to college. Yeah. <laughs> I like that video. I have fond memories of that video That video store? store? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they don't exist. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, no. No. Uh, 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 no, it doesn't. Most of them are. Um, and waiting tables. So wait, Knickerbockers was the Knickerbockers, place? Knickerbockers, yeah, yeah. I was, I was as, as you know, Steve. I do know. I am a terrible waiter. The worst. Well, you didn't yeah. even make it to be a waiter at my restaurant. Yeah, they wouldn't even let me take the test. No. <laughs> let me try to get you a waiting tables job. He did, he at did. The, at the place he was ra- waiting yeah. tables, which is? City Crab. Whoa. Favorite restaurant of this podcast. Oh, man. City you, Crab. Bill Paxton was there. Bill yeah. Paxton was and there. And Pat Connection, was there. and I was there. Pat Heffernan. Yeah, you, um, well, J- Jane, and uh, Jane asked Kevin mm-hmm. to ask me. Sure. To get you a job. Well, I mean, that's that's the way the Heffernan family is. Like, we're a very loyal Irish Catholic family. And it's like, in, even on lighter movies, it's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to work in Kevin's movie. My mother's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'll tell Kevin he has to hire you. That's what we do. We're Irish like, Catholic. Okay, yeah. We're nepotists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's who you know. Absolutely. And who could Absolutely. say no to, to Janie Heffernan? No one so can. So what happened when he was waiting? Uh, I mean, that was a funny story. You, yeah. you tried to get him a job as a waiter at the restaurant you worked at. Yeah, yeah. you said, hey, Steve, can can you get Pat a job at, uh, at the City Crab? And I said, okay, as a waiter. Right. And so, uh, you know, the way it goes is that I knew the owner. Yeah. And, uh, and also I've been known as the mayor of City Crab. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you came in for work. You, you got the job. Usually there are four trails. Yes. Like four training sessions. Yes. And uh, at one point, I remember... Did I make three? uh, No, you did make... You made four. They actually wanted you back. Unprecedented. They wanted you back for a fifth. (laughs) Oh, did they? You were the first ever... Oh, really? ...to come back for a fifth training session. I feel so proud. Congratulations. I feel so proud. But I remember, uh, like, the manager came out. He's like, so are you sure about this guy? Yeah. And I said, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I am sure about Mm -hmm. him. And he said, are you sure? And I said, uh, yeah. And, and he said, do you know where he is right now? And I said, because uh, you were trailing me that day. And I said, I, yeah. I don't actually yeah. know where he is yeah. currently. And he said, you know, take a look up there. Mm-hmm. And we looked up to the second floor because uh-huh. it was, a, it was a, a bi-level restaurant. And at the top of the stairs, you were talking to a busboy. Uh-huh. And you had your foot up on the on wall. On the wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're just shooting the shit, yeah. like, you know, like totally unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, are you sure about this yeah. guy? <laughs> I can tell you my, my two moments that I realized that I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Uh, as a waiter. As a waiter. Okay. Uh, when I was trailing you in New York City. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, just follow him and follow his lead. I was like, okay, no problem. And they're like, when he stands and takes order, we want you standing right next to him. And I was like... I felt like a fucking idiot. I was like, I don't want to stand next to this guy. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, what are you training? So I st- took a couple steps back. Yeah. I could still hear what you're saying. Yeah. But they didn't like that. No, which was bullshit because, frankly, n- I didn't want you next to me either. Yeah. Not like Because it- I had a smell about me? No, because no, I love you your smell, You were unconfident Pat. because maybe I was a little more attractive than you at that point? I don't know why you're attacking me. I'm okay. giving... I'm, <laughs> I'm being factual here. I didn't like... I didn't like. Nobody likes to have the, the trainee standing right next to them. Yeah, I would rather have them behind me, over a shoulder, yeah. just paying attention. Because when you're next to me, you're fucking up my shit. I know. 
and you're just standing there, you know, with like, you know, with your knob in your hand, yeah. doing nothing. And everybody, everybody hates the trailer, by right. the way. Like right. when I'm being uh, served or waited on, whatever the proper thing is these mm-hmm. days, and I look up and there's a person next to the. The waiter, I, I actually want to push them back with my hand. Right. And say, you <laughs> are crowding me. Get yeah. the fuck. But inevitably, people make a joke. Are you trailing? Yeah. You trailing? Yeah. Like, hey, what's yeah. up? Yeah. yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah, you. Hey, you. What and are you Pat doing? was that guy. Anyway, so Pat guy. did not get the job. Right. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah, but th- then the other, the other uh, funny thing when I knew I wasn't going to get the job, they were like, do you know how to open a bottle of wine? Yeah. I said, of course I do. Which is a very important thing at City Crab. Very, you know, the expensive. Most. And, uh, and then, but... So the time came for me to open a bottle of wine with the waiter's key or church key, whatever the hell you call that yeah. shit. And I'm fumbling hard. Yeah. Uh, I pull it off. The cork comes out half. And I think then you the, had the, the bottle like on your thigh. Like yeah. Your leg I was, was like up between were... my legs, pulling yeah. it out my teeth. Yeah. And uh, the, the manager pulled me aside. She's an Asian chick or something. I don't know. She was pulled me aside. She's like, you told me you know how to open a bottle of wine. I was like, I do. I do. You screw it down. The arms go up. You put the arms down. The cork comes out. I don't know what this thing is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she didn't think it was funny. I thought it was funny. Pat, I, no, I remember that. <laughs> you know what, though? You know whose fault that is? Yeah. It's mine. No, no, Steve. It's mine. I was your trainer. No, Steve. It's it was not. It was my fucking job to train you. Yeah. And I promised Jane Heffernan. You did. And I messed up. I'm yeah. sorry, Jane. But it's fine. He went on to great things. He's gone on to great, great he things. Did. He did. He's not waiter material. No. But he's he, 80 he's material. Key grip yeah. Material. I'm local 80 material for he, sure. All yeah. right. So let's tell people how someone becomes a key grip. Do it. Do that story. So, yeah. okay. So you're, you're living at home. Or you're working at a video store. Working at a video store and right. tables. Yeah. And we are going to make our first movie. Yes. Right? Puddle Cruiser. Puddle yes. Cruiser. Yes. And so uh, mom is like, can you do something with Pat? Thank you, can mom. You do something again. about Pat. Yeah. Now, by the way, for those of which, you. Which I, I will say, like, the listeners at home will realize this is a recurring point of my life. Uh, sure. Yeah. Is there something we can do about Pat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Pat, Pat was also in deep trouble because, you know, I mean, <clears throat> your mom was doing your laundry. Uh yes yes and one day you know you've been kicked out yeah. of of school oh there's so many just you know, doing my laundry the the pipe falling out of my pocket that's the story I mean, just, that's you know, the story you know, you know me convincing him going back to school and my mother gives me a check she's like I want you to take this check for a hundred dollars and just I'm gonna put it someplace safe <laughs> and she opens the drawer and there's a bag of pot there that I was like how why would she possibly open it she puts the thing she's like we gotta go I yeah. remember coming out to your house yeah. one July Fourth yeah weekend and and. She was not in a good mood, and no, I was like, "What's no, wrong, no. Jane?" I was hugging her, yeah. you know, and uh, she's like, "Oh, Pat, <laughs> it's Pat. He went. He's in trouble. I'm just mad at Pat." And I was yeah. like, "What did he do?" She's like, "Well, we. I was doing his laundry, and yeah. I, oh, I, you know, I picked up his shorts and a little pipe with some of his, you know, yeah. wacky tobacco yeah. fell out." Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, and it, the sad thing is, one time actually, one of my friends left his bag, a bag pot in my car. And uh, I was like, that's not mine. Right. <laughs> like, it yeah. generally Bullshit. wasn't mine. But sure, sure. Yeah. Possession, yeah. nine-tenths of the law. There's a family yeah. of lawyers right here. It's yeah, but, you know, then, of course, but then you realize, like, you know, it doesn't help when your brother Kevin is giving you, for Christmas, like, the stoner's guide to movies <laughs> oh, yeah. in front of the whole family. <laughs> yeah, baked and, potatoes. Yeah, the baked yeah. potatoes. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. where'd your you sister's get, the one. Where'd you got, see that, Kev? I don't know. Yeah. Do, well, you're suggesting I got it from you? Well, you, I mean, you, you asked me, remember, you, like, because we remember. had it at my house, and you said, hey, what's the name of that book? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's right. Got, it's perfect for Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, hey, that's a, that's yeah. great. But that's, it, he found the perfect job for himself. Yeah. He, he did. But by the way, yeah. now, I don't know if you More remember. movies. Like, Pat was, I mean, look, Pat, let's face it. You yeah. were kind of a scumbag back then. You had, like. Uh, scumbag? Uh, scumbag is a term? weird word. Because okay. that's okay. not right. Because, How about this? How about a skis? No, no, no. I don't think skis are scumbag. I mean, like, well, let me just. Your hair was a lot slimier looking than mine when it was long. Wait a second. Wait a second. Don't. Hold on. I had long, flowing hair. He had one of those little rat tails. Right? It was, he had a tail. Well, yeah. That, that then he had the little, the little mustache. 
you know, like the eleven-year-old Filipino yeah. boys, yeah. like the little yeah. thin, little mustache. <laughs> uh-huh. That was his look back. That's all I want to say. No, okay, good. I agree. And you guys fight no- me for n- half hour. I'm like, noted. Noted. I hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've got our, our first movie made, Puddle Cruiser. Yes, right. We yes. raised two hundred fifty grand. We shot it up at Colgate University. Yes. Yeah. You paid me a dollar. And congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's about much. what you earned. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, so mom says, hey. Can you get him something? Do something with this guy. Yeah. Get him off the goddamn couch. Yeah. So we brought we brought you up to mm-hmm. Hamilton, New York. Put yep. you on the crew. Yep. This is your first movie job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do you end up? You end up in the grip department. I ended up in the grip department um, uh, because I in in the little time I spent in college classrooms, uh, the most was in stage lighting, and so I figured that you know this might be something I'm good at. Right. So uh, I was directed towards Grip Electric with Joe and Sal. Yep. Mm. And and so uh, uh, you didn't seek it out. Somebody somebody put you there. Like, what uh, if somebody put you in the makeup department? Uh, no, no, no. I, I think I think I think I key makeup right now. I think it could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I did seek it out. I think I, uh, the choice was to be that because there were a couple options. Chris Walsh, our friend, wanted to be in camera, yep. and I was like, ah, I think I'll stick with Grip Electric. Okay. And, but you had no you had fucking idea what you were doing. I had no idea what I'm doing. No idea. Were those guys nice to you? Uh, they were very very nice. And they taught they taught you. They taught me a lot of stuff. Um, I think there was a bell curve in the beginning because like after after Park Cruiser, they hired me a little bit then maybe they didn't think I knew exactly what I was doing <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and so they stopped calling me for a while but now um, uh, our friend Rob Baracci works with Joe Matina all the time he goes hey Pat yeah. how's Pat doing that's great sure, sure. Like, Joe called me uh, a month ago uh, playing a joke on me hey this is from Local 52 <laughs> <laughs> thought we'd like to see going <laughs> so it's pretty good now did Kevin give you a welcome to the movies uh, gift or anything <laughs> like that yeah the job Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the job. The, the job. The job. The dollar. Yeah. The we dollar. let him act in it too. He acted in it. We sure uh, did. A couple times. A couple times. Were you soft was, shell uh, or lamb chop? No, I was. Uh, I was lamb chop, and I said pasta fazul. Yeah. And then two pasta. Um, Our friend Jim Sperber. Jim Sperber, who Spurberry Vermont was named after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I was on the rugby team. Uh, That's actually then... not two parts. That's the same character. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not very two scenes. Kind of two scenes. Yeah. Um, I did shave uh, in the back of my head. Peck sucks, which was the, uh, the name the, of the rugby, the team. rugby team. Yeah, yeah. which uh, Jay promised me he would roll at least film on, which yeah. he never did. I think he uh, did. He did not. You know what? He I he got um, I had a special yarmulke made up for the final scene of Beer Fest, which yeah. was. Uh, my parents went to Amsterdam and all they got me was this lousy yarmulke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I told Jay to fucking shoot that too and guess yeah. what? Uh, wasn't there. Uh, wasn't there. A little behind schedule. Uh. So did you know that you wanted to do that after that job, or was it just like a oh, I got a job? Uh, it, it was one of those things where I was like, God, this is awesome, yeah. and I, I for sure would love to uh, continue this path if I could. But at that point, I, mean, I was like, I was moving to New York City right after that to live with the Ardolino boys, yeah. and I was like, Well, at least this this could be a, you know something you mean to do. The chef boy, the chef Ardilino? boy Ardolino. Right. Right. Um, and then um, when I got to New York City after your movie. Uh, uh, Rich Perello, yep. Uh, Dick his, P. Dick P. His wife uh, at Our the producer, time, Rich Perello, yeah. at, at the time, uh, Jen Toomey. She uh, started doing Blue Schools, right? And so they hired me as the grip intern. And so that was a big. That was like a big first professional job. That like was a Perello big, got you the job on yep. Blue Schools. You were a grip on Blue Schools. Yep. I was a grip intern. Okay, uh, so I was basically a PA, right? Uh, and it was it was great because you know you get a hundred bucks or four hundred bucks a month or for a week, and you shoot one week every month, and that was enough to pay rent. So then I could, you know, try to do other jobs after that. Right. Uh, the problem was after the first week of shooting, I was fired. Mm. Um, <laughs> Why? Because apparently I was overly enthusiastic on set, is what they told me. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, in my mind, I had an MTV ID. 
I had right. made it. I'm working for Viacom. Sure. Get a hundred bucks a yeah. week. This is awesome. Making money. Right. You're making so, one hundred yeah. times what you made in the whole. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was fantastic. And you know, so the second week we came back shooting, and I was demoted to the runner PA. Um, and I and I, I walked on set. I was like, "Who's that girl? Like, That's the grip intern." I was like, "But I'm the grip intern. I don't, right. What is this? It's not as cushy without yeah. your brother on set. It really, it? really is not." But Jen Toomey defended me, and right. she wouldn't she wouldn't fire me. So they made me the runner PA, and I was so bad at that job. The next week, I was the grip intern again. <laughs> <laughs> what What is it that makes you bad at all jobs except for gripping? I don't know, but at least I found gripping, right? <laughs> it's true. It's so true. did you, you eventually got the grip intern, but then you be, actually became a real but, grip. But then I became job. the real grip on that, and then over time, uh, I I climbed up in the ranks, and then I eventually became the key grip of Blue's Clues. How, how long did it take that to happen? Uh, a couple seasons? Maybe, maybe two years. Maybe two years to become the key grip. Mm. Right. And then you get something on your resume. Uh, then I said, but I was filling the resume at that time with other movies because you would yeah. work on Blues Clues. But then at the same yeah. time, you would do movies and uh, yeah. you do movies and uh, other stuff. Yeah, commercials. Well, that, that was um, was that the period that you did that uh, Gardener of Eden uh, movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Gardener of Eden movie was actually right before Beer Fest. I think. Oh, okay. I think it was right before Beer it's a Clever Fest. title, Gardner yeah, yeah. of Eden. Well, did you get fired off that? We, we always joke I, about that. Are get, you at liberty to discuss that story? I, 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 for sure, I'm at liberty to discuss that story. I, okay. I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, I was I was a young key grip, and I was very excited. Was that your first key grip job? No, no, no. Okay. I had keyed in a while. I I done a lot of key grips uh, jobs for a while, and then I shifted to New York City from doing. Um, uh, television and film to commercial work because you know we were doing a lot, a lot of green screen work. Was making a lot of money doing it, mm-hmm. and then I decided that you know maybe I'll try to get back in the movies, something a little bit more, you know, a little more oomph to it, and a little more uh, personal projects, that kind of stuff. So I got this movie, Gardner of Eden, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought I knew a lot and I learned a lot on that job. Mm-hmm. And one of them is to let people hang themselves because <laughs> okay. uh, if you jump in and you try to save the day, which you know you're doing right, yeah. People take offense to it. Really? Sure. <laughs> yeah. really? You're stepping okay. on somebody's toes. Yes. Uh, like the director. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who was the director on that? The movie? director was Kevin Connolly. Wait, Kevin Connolly? Uh, from Entourage. Okay. E. Oh, e on e, Entourage. E. Oh, man. I got a couple problems with yeah. that dude. Um, and, and that dude has a couple problems with me. <laughs> I remember at one point, like, we were doing this rig and it was raining. It was complicated. He was in the way. I was like, come on, let's let the adults deal with this. And oh, I, I shit. I picked him up, moved him aside. Uh-oh. You physically moved uh, him? I physically moved him. I'd be pissed if I, if I uh, did that. Then there was another time where we were. Because he's shooting. a shorter fella. He doesn't want to be uh, yeah. pushed around. Yeah. He and I were great friends for the first two weeks. Like, great friends. Like, he wanted, he gave me, like, his old sidekick. Okay. I went to Psychics for day, and I was like, Psychics are for girls. I was like, nah, man, these are great. And, you know, and so he gave me some Psychic, but I never turned it on because I didn't want it. He's like, why won't you use my Psychic? Is that, where, <laughs> is that why it went sour? Yeah, well, <laughs> no. I, then he started getting a lot of stress from, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio was the producer of the okay. movie, and he came down, and I guess they were having some issues, and, and he was on behind schedule, and he got stressed. And then our, our last day of shooting was uh, much like on, on Club Dread. It was like a reverse split. Okay. And so, like, you shoot all night, and then at 6 a.m., you company move to a stage, and then you have, like, another eight hours of shooting. Okay, oh, during man. the day. And there was no, there was no uh, schedule. It was like, well, maybe we'll do this shot, maybe we'll do that shot. And so I pull the idea aside, and, and, and Kevin jumps in and listens. And I was like, listen, guys, it's going to be 6 a.m. We're going to be exhausted. The crew's going to get pissed. I'm going to get pissed. We don't know what's going to go on. Let's just come up with a plan as to what we're going to shoot, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, do it. And, uh, and... I walk away, and Kevin Conley pulls me aside. He's like, um, let me just make, ask you a question. I was like, he's like, are you threatening me? I was like, <laughs> whoa, what? 
He's like, are you threatening me? I was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not threatening you at all. If, if, that's, if that's what you think, I really apologize. I'm just saying that we need to really come up with a plan to figure out, because I don't want to be threatened by you. Oh, man. I was like, mm. okay, all right. I, listen, I'm really sorry. And then at, at that point, I went over to go apologize to the producer who was a good friend of mine. And then one of my guys came up. It's like, what did you fucking say to Kevin Conley? Because he just walked in the room. I don't need to be told by so fucking grip what the hell's going on, how to direct my goddamn movie. <laughs> And so, did that, Turtle and Johnny Drama show up? To no, beat the shit out of you, no, no one, no one beat the shit out of when, me. When he and Josh yells, Lucas was there. Josh Lucas, was oh, the, sure, the was, actor. You know, yeah. And and I went up to him. I was like, I think I pissed off Kevin. He's like, ah, he's under a lot of stress. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> when Kevin Connolly yells at you, does it sound like this? Yip 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 yip. <laughs> I have I have my issue with Kevin Connolly is from Entourage. I have two yeah. issues, but one is you know because those guys are supposed to be hard partying, pot smoking, drinking dudes, and right. he took the tiniest little sips of beer. Yeah. Through the entire run of that show, <laughs> yeah. He just take these little. Baby sips. But you gotta do a lot of takes, you know? You gotta yeah. do a lot of takes. So you yeah. little, yeah. Got, doesn't have enough room in that little tummy it has. Yeah, he, uh, it, it does It does carry over, though, because I I, I do know, like, I, when we moved to LA, we went to a screening with you for a movie. Yeah. And he sat right behind me. I remember that. And uh, I walked but in. But I think it was very yeah. cordial. I was, t- was sitting cord- with you. It was cordial. He was like, hey, dude. I was like, yeah. hey, Kevin, how are you? He's like, good. And that was the end of the conversation. I it was cordial. Maybe because I was uh, there. Maybe because you were there. But... Did you introduce yourself? Like, hey, I'm Kevin, too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, he, knew who um, I, he knew who I was. Yeah, I know. Um, but then he did, he did, it did get known to me from friends in Entourage. Like, I was offered a job to work in Entourage as, uh, as just a grip, and I, I declined because I, I didn't want to put yeah. Kevin in that situation or myself. Yeah. Uh, and then it was expressed to me that. About two years ago, he still remembers me as oh, that boy. asshole. He's like, oh, yeah, it's like, ah, this is one key group I fucking hate. And I was like, ugh, Jesus. Maybe so, that's why I didn't get on Entourage. Yeah. Oh, possibly. Yeah. That's definitely it. Possibly. Or the other uh, yeah. uh, Levin, Doug. Uh, Shit. Yeah. 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 But Kevin Connolly, if you're out there, I'd love to make amends. Here's my other problem with Kevin Connolly, <laughs> is that he's an Islanders fan. He'll actually understand this more. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a, a New York Rangers fan. He's a New York Islanders fan. And I saw him at Madison Square Garden for a Rangers-Islanders game, like, standing up. Mm-hmm. When the Islanders scored a goal, and but like, it looked like he was still sitting down because he was short. Oh <laughs> snap! Oh my goodness! Oh snap! Kevin, he, I'm sorry. He's not going to forgive you. <laughs> he's not going yeah, to forgive you. And he definitely listens to this podcast, yeah. by the way. Let's go back though to Super Troopers. So Super, Super Troopers, yeah. what was your job on Super Troopers? Super Troopers, I was the best boy. Um, oh, so you were you were, you became number two man by then? I was number two man because I had the job, and then my friend Carter Prue was sure. we hired as the key grip. Great I mean, guy. I was, Great guy. Carter I was capable Pro. of doing Terrific it. Guy. Terrific guy. Capable of doing it, but. We felt that maybe be a little weird uh, if the for the producers if you know the brother of Kevin Heffernan was the key. Right. But there's also some pretty significant like car rigging stuff. Absolutely, and Carter was Carter was Carter was an expert at that was, stuff. Was toted as being the expert at that stuff. Yes, but maybe he didn't know. But I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's just a he's smart a, guy. A, that he's a, he's a car aficionado. Yeah, car aficionado. Right. Sure. I watched him. T- I can't remember who it was that he told to back off, but somebody tried to get under the hood of the car. Yeah. and was about that. to make a mistake. Yeah. And, and Carter was like, "If you pull that gasket off, this hot steam is going to yeah. blind you in your face. So yeah. back yeah. the fuck up." It was the guy who owned the car. Yeah. Oh, is that I remember right? that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the kid who owned the car. He gave us some uh, hot rod car, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it, something happened. It overheated or whatever it was. Yeah, and, yeah. And he was going to do something. Carter, Carter got involved. Carter's good at those, those terse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he didn't take any bullshit. You no. Know what I mean? Not like, not, you know, we don't take bullshit on our sets, do we, Kevin? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's the kind of guy you like, right? I love, I love yeah. that. I yeah. love that. Wait a second. Wait a second. I Like, okay, so... Did Pat get sick or anything like that on Puddle Cruiser? He, uh, uh, yes, yes. On Puddle Cruiser, he got sick. Well, I had to take a couple hours off to go take a nap. 
I wasn't feeling. <laughs> I wasn't feeling very well. This is Puddle Cruiser, not Super Troopers. Uh, this is Puddle Cruiser because okay. I went back to Room Yak and and slept for like four hours. Yeah. See okay. here, this is why. And at the same time, because because my brother Michael, was location manager, was doing the same thing. <laughs> okay. He yeah, woke okay. up and he had like the hieroglyphics on his face, and he was like, "What's yeah. going on?" Uh, by the way, we wonder why the Heffernan's the only one who will, who will hire each other for these jobs. So there's a trend here. Okay. Oh well, yeah, yeah. There's the there's Pat getting hurt or uh, or getting sick on each of one of our movies. Yeah. yeah. So Super Troopers. You like dropped a nut or something, right? Super Troopers, <laughs> Super Troopers, um, Super Troopers. I thought I herniated myself. Okay, yeah, uh, and was very uh, emotionally distraught. I'm an emotional guy. He is. Yeah, he is, uh, my he emotions is, get yeah. the best of me. We'll get to that often. We'll get to that often. <laughs> um, and uh, but it uh, ended up only being a uh, torn oblique muscle. Okay. okay. Well, how'd that happen? What was it? Um, what were you guys doing? What happened was... You get hurt a lot. I'm napping too hard. I do. I it's do. a very physical it's job. It's, it's a very physical job. Napping is a very and, physical And job. I remember what it was, was we were shooting in uh, the bad cops uh, station. Off, station. Yeah. yeah. And uh, cop station. We, were, we were behind schedule and we were trying to get some equipment out while you guys were shooting something else. And so there was a window um, that led to the, to the ground floor. And so we were handing gear out of the window okay. so you guys can continue shooting. And uh, there was this thing called a doorway dolly, which is a significant piece of wood with metal. This is not bad. It's, yeah. you know, it's like 80, 90 pounds, something like that. And I, about I, Kevin Connolly size. About Kevin Connolly size. Now that's a, a the little, new phrase. That should be uh, the new yeah, phrase for it. Phrase, yeah. Kevin Connolly. They, they used yeah. to call it Gary Coleman's, but yeah. now we'll call him Kevin Connolly. Give me Kevin Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> or Peter Dinklage's. Oh, uh, no, 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 cool no that's fine. That's, that's fine. I'll, I'll support that. Uh, so, right, so, you're so anyway, so I, I lift this thing out by myself, and I should have it out by myself, and I, I, I felt a pop in my side, and I thought that was it. And so the next, that all that night, I was, you know, um, really upset. Yeah. And then uh, had to go to the hospital the next day. Right. Well, no, you, that. you, I, I came crying well, I remember, to you. Remember, because we were on the set, and yeah. I remember we were shooting. I, I think yeah. we might have been shooting. Uh, uh, we were on highway stuff. No, no, no. we weren't. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was the end, end of the end, shoot. End, we were in, uh, like, it was like Grady's front lawn type of thing, yeah. or in that mm-hmm. when, when you know, Hagen does a little storming around the front yeah. lawn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember we got to the set, and like, and somebody's like. Harder or somebody's like, "Wow, oh, Pat's really upset." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I, know. I, I, I drove the I drove the set the whole the whole like, we always drove the set in the morning together, and I was quiet the whole way. Right, couldn't right. say, and that's how we Which know is unusual, yeah. Yeah. very yeah. unusual. But because back back then, just so everybody knows, Pat, what I have to say, you were probably the life of the set, like mm-hmm. crew guy, like you'd walk around, you'd keep everybody uplifted. <laughs> By the way, see how I'm, I've only said nice things to you? Uh, yes. <laughs> Fucking You've been dude. working out. You're looking good today. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. All right, so I get to the set, and yes. someone's like, and I've been Carter, is like, Pat's really upset. And yeah. I was like, uh, and, I, and I saw you, and I went over to talk to yeah. you, and you had tears in your eyes. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was because you were injured, and you wanted to continue the job. Yes. And you thought that maybe you wouldn't be able Crocodile to. Crocodile you know? tears? Yeah. No, no. no they no, were no, legitimate, no, no. like, no, I, I, have... I give a shit about your movie, yeah. and I'm upset that I cannot finish the job. How times but, have changed. No, that's yeah. not true at all. I mean, like, every single one of your movies, I've been damaged hurt. because I am pushing myself too hard. That's oh right. my God. You know, there you go. That's, you know. And so he did. And so he's, he was he in cares tears. too much. He does. I do, he does. I do care too much. And so, uh, and so it's like, Pat, don't be so upset. Go take, you know, take the day off. <laughs> I think I have a hernia. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I and I, I was fine. I was fine up to the point somewhat. But then I talked to my brother, and then for some reason, just the floodgates came out. Because like, he could. Because he could cry. Because I could cry for my brother. Hey, listen, there's nothing like a good mm. Irish cry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then he left the set. We all made fun of him. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Relentlessly. And, uh, to his face on the went, way out. Yeah. Like, went, to, went to the hospital. How's your hair? Went, yeah. went to the hospital. And yeah. then it was funny because my, my girlfriend at the time was 
coming out. We were on the outs at that point as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she was coming for her thirtieth birthday, and I was like, "I'm in the hospital. Can you meet me at the hospital?" She's like, "Jesus Christ, what the hell?" Mm, okay. So this is. By the way, she's also that was Tracy, Tracy Tobin. Yeah, she's, she's in the movie. She's, she's in, in the movie. She is uh, she's Linda, Linda Carter's, Carter's assistant. assistant. Yes, right yeah. in the movie. The Let's all say it together. Yeah. Linda, Linda Carter's, Carter's assistant. assistant. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, so you you leave and you're and. But you came back though. You came back. I came back the next day, and uh, you were fine. You know, I was fine. But that was like the, that was one of the stages of like we we knew that Pat was a crier. We were like, wow, this is a crier and also a little hypochondriac. I mean, yeah. this, that was a legitimate thing. But you had personal I, I, crier. I, you had fun crier stories with him personally. right? Oh, I have personal crier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. like to hear one of those. <laughs> well, like when you and I went to see the Two Towers together. Oh right, well, but, right, but, let's, but let's but preface that though. Let's preface the thing. Like we're talking about crying for passion for work and your projects. And no, that's Pat what, gets. You know. Pat also gets very emotional. Yeah. Yes. About things. Yes. And one thing that he, one thing that he loves yeah. is dragons. Oh my God, he loves, he loves dragons. dragons. He always will cry about dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, with dragons, he cries about. We, it. we are officially my my grip crew is called the Dragon Grips. Okay. okay. I have the Dragon Hatchery is okay. where I have all of my tools and, uh, and okay. the Dragon Flags. Sure. And, and you like uh, um, the Dragon Slider, Dragon Ass. <laughs> dragon. Hello, hello. Nailed it. Oh, 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 all right. So, boom. so the Lord of the Rings movies come out, yeah. mm-hmm. but not just dragons, but swords and sorcery. Yes. Like it's fantasy. You, like your ultimate woman would be wearing a metal. My wife plate. right now is my yeah. ultimate woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I. And meant she has a dragon tattoo all over her back. She got a dragon tattoo for me on her back. The beautiful Kelly Kwan. Wait, did she get that for you? She did. She okay. did. Yeah, she did. Oh, that's so you can look yeah. at the dragon in the eyes while you're, yeah. you know, um, uh, standing behind her. Now. Giving her back rubs easy because now. she works so hard? That's what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. So what, tell the story about going to the... So Lord of the Rings comes out. Okay, Pat's just, so don't you point that thumb at me again, though. <laughs> I'll fucking take it off. <laughs> so uh, we decide... Uh, we got a, I got a, tickets to a special screening of the Two Towers, an advanced screening. It was all three of them. Uh you took me to all three. Oh, I did. You didn't took I? me to the adventure of each one of them. I wow. did. Didn't I? You guys had yes. a little thing, a little date. Yeah, we did. It was it was just he and I in New York City. You know, Pat and I are friends yeah. outside of uh, your. I love that. In, in New York I love City. that. That's the case. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a brother, so you don't understand, Steve. <laughs> do you, Do you remember when uh, it was it was the third movie, and you were afraid that you had screwed up, and only gotten one ticket instead of two? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at you very blankly. I was like, well. Are you cool going home if you only got one ticket? <laughs> I, I, I do, and I would have. Yeah, I know, and I would have. Yeah. But we went to see the two towers. That was the second one. Mm-hmm, yeah, and uh, I remember that uh, we sat down, like maybe like in the front row. It or, was the front row. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you pulled some tissues out of your pocket uh-huh. and placed them on your thigh in like in a wad. Uh huh. Yep. And in ba- a preparatory kind of. A... And I said, "What is uh, what's this? The movie hasn't even started." I was like, "What yeah. what are you doing here?" And you said, um, "I'm probably going to cry." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and sure enough, like at some point, like I don't know, like somebody had rescued Frodo yet yeah. again, yet again. <laughs> or are you saying goodbye to someone yet, yet again, again. <laughs> in, in slow motion? Gandalf. Yeah, and I heard a little sniffle, and I turned and looked next to me, and there you were. You were gently dabbing your eyes <laughs> with some tissues, yeah. and that I think was my first experience into your the emotional side of you sure. in in the movies. Sherry uh, Cornaber, friend mm-hmm. of ours, who was artist. our makeup artist makeup on Super Troopers, key makeup, yep. key, key makeup. Uh, she and I went to a movie in New York City and Lord of the Rings. That that movie that we saw, Two Towers. The trailer was uh, in front of whatever movie we we're going to see, and I got caught up on emotion in the trailer. And she turned, she's like. Are you fucking crying in a trailer of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But look at how he's on the boat when he's going down the slot. Oh my god! Do you cry during any swords and sorcery movie, or just um, that? One? I I gotta tell you, I think it's almost all movies. Uh, I mean, I I, 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 I I prep 
I prep any movie, movies. Like yeah. I, I prep any movies. Like I just get caught up in the emotion, and then you know. I, 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 How about Game of Thrones? Like when Khaleesi stepped out of the fire and she had the little baby dragons. Did you? Uh, no. Did your no, dick explode? You know, no, it did. did uh, <laughs> my dick did not explode. I don't think she. Did fits, you shoot fire? I don't, out I don't of your think dick? she fits the role. I don't think she's. He's in, read the I books. I read the books. Thing. I don't think she's that good. Like I think the blonde hair detracts from her. I don't. I think it just. I think she looks much better with the brunette hair. I am about to leap across this table and fucking and jerk me up and suck your fucking. <laughs> Wait a second, Dragon how, how is she? How is she described in the book? Let's. Uh, I don't for those of you. I, I don't remember. I mean, it's like it's it's one of those things. The description is the beginning, and I forget it. But it's just I look at her, and I don't I don't think that you it's... want like the the Rumpelminsk woman, you know, like the one she's like riding like a furry beast oh, with like a the broad fantasy, sword. The cartoon picture of the fantasy. Yeah, girl? like with one of those like. Uh, oh yeah, like the, the uh, enormous breasts and yeah. like these small silver plates that just cover her nipples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> that's exactly what you want. No. What um, have you ever done, like, uh, like, like fantasy role play with your dragon lady? No, no, no <laughs> fantasy role play. What no like costumes do you wear for Halloween? Um, they both want as cheerleaders. I, I, so I, I don't. I don't. I don't do much. You know, we had our apartments in New York City. We had Halloween parties that were pretty huge. You've been to a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, you know, those were a little bit more. Like I went as a, a, a guy killed by a dragon, which is pretty cool. Like my you know, Sherry, our makeup artist friend, like melted the I face. I remember that. That was pretty awesome. And then uh, when I got sick on Club, on Club Dread and I came back like 150 pounds, I went as Michael Jackson. That was a pretty good one, too. <laughs> that was, good that was the one you went to. Uh, you you oh. came as a Barbie, a Ken, the Ken doll. Oh, well, And your check came as, and your check was pissed because his wife was a queen bee and he had to come as a worker bee and he was pissed off. I know, but <laughs> that's because they're a nice, wholesome couple. Yeah. And he was not pissed. He was into yeah. the whole group thing. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, I was wearing the turtleneck that I'm wearing in the Patrick Swayze photo on our Facebook site. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's yes. the famous. The famous one that I've heard so many times on the podcast. Yeah, the, 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 that, that one. And that yeah. was, and it was like, uh, I was a Malibu pussy. Was, uh, <laughs> it, that was one of those costumes that like, nobody knew what it was. Like, I didn't really have, I wore a blonde You made wig. it up in the cab on the way down. Yeah. We were... And then people would be I like. I guess I kind of look like a Malibu pussy. Yeah. It was one of those things. Let's talk about you getting sick on Club Dread. Like, what? There's another movie, Club Dread. The trend. Club Dread got, was, was the next one. Then you got one. sick again. I got sick again. I got sick again in Club Dread. Well, you got, got Montezuma's Revenge. I got, uh, I got Montezuma's Who didn't? Intestinal Parasite. Right. We're in uh, Mexico. We're in Mexico. Right. I dropped uh, a lot of weight really fast. Who didn't? Who didn't? And, uh, um, I didn't drop a lot of weight, really. Yeah, but you you <laughs> ruptured your eardrum. I did rupture my eardrum. You, I mean, like I, I just, and I also got Montezuma's Revenge yeah, also, Montezuma, in like, the middle of shooting one of those scenes. Yeah, with uh, with, with Brittany Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. I bet she had Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't tell. Yeah, it would probably like come out like ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> like chocolate ice cream. <laughs> All those M and M's they would yeah, eat. Delicious. Um, <laughs> but you went you went through to a point where you hit that. To intestinal parasite, and then you I, were I hit the intestinal out of commission, and then I was I was knocked out for a day, and then uh, I remember I came back to work the first day, and uh, I thought I could do it, and I just it was it was impossible, like I couldn't I couldn't move, and I remember like Jesus was the key grip, and I remember sitting down on uh, Apple Box, and I just looked so miserable. And all of a sudden, all the Mexican key grips, uh, all Mexican grips, just started like setting flags over me to keep me out of the sun because they Aww. felt so bad that I was, you know. And I remember we were looking over; we could see you there sitting, and we were like, "Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here, we go. here comes yeah. the nepotism again." Yeah. Pat, you want to go sleep in my hotel yeah. room? Yeah. Next, did. next thing we know, you're taking a nap for two hours in Kevin's cabana. Uh, well, that was, that was a relapse though, because I got better. And then I had a relapse, and then uh, you you learned uh, to know what that that muscular cramping is. Uh -huh. They're like, oh my God, is this coming back again? 
And then I went back and racked out in Kevin's bed for yeah. a really nice long time. But before I went to bed, I took a couple painkillers yeah. uh, because I was in a lot of pain. And I took some music and I went outside and there was like a lightning storm going outside. So I was sitting outside <laughs> looking at the ocean. And I was like, oh, funny. This is, we were working. This That's isn't funny. bad. Well, I mean, you know, if, if we logged the hours that I've worked while you guys were relaxing in your jobs. I like, don't relax you know, on my job. <laughs> Excuse ever. me? You don't, but Lemmy does. Uh, what are you talking about? Lemmy works very hard. I am the hardest working man <laughs> in showbiz. Remember that Let time you came to set the drunken tequila? <laughs> yeah, I had the night off. <laughs> he, did, he did. He came wasted. I had the night off. I remember like tackling people. Um, talk about must hires, though. I mean, that movie. Yeah, you yeah. were like the only English speaking guy on the crew. Uh, How, I, that was it, for weird. Grip Electric. Yeah, it was very, very strange. Uh, and uh, in, and I'd never met Larry before. But were you the, the key? DP. Were you the key grip on that? Uh, no. it, yeah, it, it was. Well, it was, it was a, a unique rub. situation because uh, uh, we had to hire the Mexican crew. Yeah, that was part of the yeah. deal, and we could bring very few people with us. Uh, but we brought Pat, assuming the Pat, because you know Larry didn't speak Spanish, but Pat was fluent. <laughs> Pat did not speak Spanish. Did not speak Spanish at all. And yeah. Pat was going to be uh, essentially the key grip for Larry. Uh, I was more of the liaison between the grip and electric. Yeah, for Larry. Liaison being a French word, yeah. by the way, not Ooh, Spanish. Spanish. Not Spanish. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. So, so that was where you get down there, and so I get down there. Talk about being an outsider. I mean, it was it was crazy. Like Larry was definitely a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and and but had his wits about him. But we went in the tech scout, and it was like there were twenty. Mexican grip electric and none of them spoke English. Yeah. Some of them did, but yeah. you know it was uh, it, it was shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wasn't quite sure how this was going to work out. And then we we went and did our first pre rig, and I didn't know what they were saying. And then I came running back to Rich Dick P. Yeah, the and producer and Rich Ma- Maintainer was his, his uh, assistant. His assistant. Yeah. I was like, I need Maintainer right now. I need a translator to figure this out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And Rich is like, just calm down. You know. And then I realized, all right, we gotta we gotta figure out how to do this. So then I began the process. I learned two words a day. Okay. Uh, of set of Spanish. Spanish. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'd write them on my arms to start with left and right. Yeah. And then uh, each day I would learn more, and, and it became endearing. And then it was at that point that I learned that if you work with a foreign crew and you make the attempt to learn a language, yeah. then they're totally psyched for you. Of sure. Course. You could do anything wrong, but they're like, oh, Patricio, it's okay. All right. You know. Were they a good grip crew? Was it a good they were a very, very good grip crew. I mean, they, they worked a lot. They were very hardworking, yeah. and uh, they, were, they were very strong. And I, I remember there were points where like, I would try to help them move stuff. And because I didn't speak the language, I just I would like hit myself in the head of the crane. Was there a uh, difference between how like a, a, a foreign crew works and a U.S. crew works? Uh, there were. In, in Mexico, it's not that way. But in Europe, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different breakdown of grip and electric. The, right. uh, the, in, in Europe, the grips only handle camera support. They don't do anything with lighting or rain. Oh. And what about the so, Mexican guys? Like, how were they? The Mexicans were more of the American breakdown of grip electric. So, okay. you, you, know, you, you know, it's it's the way we operate here in California. Do you still speak Spanish? Si. Oh. How do you say left? Si. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Cuantos para trabajo? How much for work? Si. Okay. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Did you get sick on Beer Fest? Uh, <laughs> Everyone got no, sick on Beer Fest, I didn't, too. I didn't, we all got sick. I didn't we get did. sick on Beer Fest, but I got injured on Beer Fest. Uh, what so happened? Uh, I uh, tore my uh, quad to the point of almost atrophy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> towards, Doing what? Towards the end. Uh, because... Um, uh, there's so much handheld at the end. I was taking the camera on and off Rob Baracci's right, shoulder. Right, the, the DP with the handheld camera. Yep. yep. Um, and, and my job was a dog grip, so I was taking the camera on and off his shoulder. But it was, oh, he was the he, operator. He was, the operator. was the operator. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a really, really heavy camera. And over the time, like I would just brace it on my shoulder. Yeah. And over three weeks, like I just blew out my leg. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I blew it out. Um, I couldn't uh, stand on it. I couldn't put any weight <laughs> on it. So okay. if I stood on my right leg, it would be fine. If I stood on my left leg, 
I would just fall You're over. You're a flimsy individual. I, I really am. Where did you lay down during that uh, injury? Um, <laughs> during that little Well, I, I started laying down at your guest house in the back in the beginning okay. when I lived there. But then I got a little place uh, down the street in sweet Albuquerque. and I don't think I went home on that job. I think I, I, tough, Get out I of toughed here. it out. Get the fuck out I, of here. I learned. No, he didn't. He didn't. I learned. Oh. I toughed oh, it out. Oh, man. I think I remember. I couldn't at the upset Frankie DeMarco, you know. Yeah, well, we were like, "Holy shit, Pat is actually learning. Like, he's getting a work ethic here. He's actually yeah. sticking around." For I, the- I argue that I do have the work ethic. It's just maybe it's a little overzealous. Okay, or well, overly enthusiastic. That's what. Know, maybe that's so, what it is. so, like in your job interviews, when they're like, "What's your biggest fault?" You're like, "I'm overly enthusiastic. Yeah, I care too much. I about work your too hard. I care too much. I will work too hard for you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely your motto. Okay, I'll hire you. Let's um talk about something. I know Katie wants to talk about. Oh, okay. Katie wants to hear about Into the Wild. Okay, okay. Is there now, something into specific? The wild? Yeah. No, no. Just okay. you know, she likes Alaska. So. Okay, and she likes that movie. Okay, but um, that was a pretty significant time in your life, right? It was, we we it was had huge. come back from Beer Fest. We come back from Beer Fest, and I was injured with yeah. this, this leg injury, and uh, I I'd, I'd been through a pretty significant breakup at the time. Yeah, and uh, the the girl that that I'd broken up with, or however that turns out to be, uh, had told me that I would never find someone with this career path that I chose, and she was afraid I would never be happy in life because I would right. never find somebody. So this is before you did Into the Wild. This is right before oh. I got the phone call. And so okay. when I got back from Beer Fest, I, I had said, you know, I'm going to take a week and repair my leg and decide what I'm going to do with my life. I'm like Maybe I should make a shift. Right. Like maybe maybe I'm making a wrong choice working in film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the day, the seven days were up, the day of, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call from this guy saying, listen, I'm doing this movie, uh, and it's going to be in Alaska. It's a lower-budget film, $14 million. It's not that. That's not that bad, but I'd love you to come with me. Right. As the key. As the key grip. I was yeah. like, well, that's awesome. He's like, the director is Sean Penn. Right. And I just read an article on Sean in, uh, in, a, in a magazine, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Right. And so the yeah. movie's Into the Wild. The movie is Into the which Wild. Which was based on the book by Krakauer. Yep. It's about mm-hmm. the kid who goes into the thing yep. in the wild. Yep. And it was yep. a very Chris popular McCandless. book. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and yeah. here Penn was, was shooting the thing, and yeah. Boom. Um, You're key grip. And I was key grip. And, uh, and you know, my, my first interaction with Sean, I tried to be the cool guy. Like, hey, because he was down in Louisiana when we were shooting Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Uh, did did you meet him? I did not meet him, but he hung out with Knoxville. Oh, okay. okay. And, I, and so I threw out the, I gave him a cigarette because I was smoking at the time. And he was like, hey, thanks. Cause he bumped cigarettes off everybody. Mm. Sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was like, yeah, I was worked out with uh, Johnny Knoxville when you're down there doing all the King's Man. He's like, <laughs> yeah, great. And then well, I was like, oh, well, that sucked. <laughs> so. Why did you have to meet with him in order to get the job? Um, I didn't meet with him. I met with the DP. Okay. Uh, his, name was, is... his name is Eric Gautier. Yeah. He's, he's French. Yeah. Uh, really, really nice guy. Um, and, and so, yeah, so, I mean, that, that was, I didn't have to meet with Sean, but then it's just, he, he's a very So how did you get the job? Like, how did you, I mean, that's a huge I did a job. freebie for our friend Ken Shibata, who was a gaffer in New York City. Yeah. yeah. And he hired a guy who was working on that, and he worked with me, and he's like, hey, I like this guy, Pat, and I've heard about him before, so why don't I give him the shot? Yeah. Uh, and then, as it, as it turns out, I, I was very successful in executing my job, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it, it changed my life. But that was, and so that, t- talk a little about the shoot, because that was a pretty weird, like, like movies don't get shot like that. Like you usually go shoot yeah. a movie, you go somewhere for five, six weeks, whatever you shoot them. Yeah. This movie, you're traveling the co- yeah. like you couldn't have been in, in more places. Yep. And for a low budget, and you, yep. and it was a incredibly difficult circumstances to get into mm-hmm. some of the places that you were shooting. For sure. For As sure. As a grip, I mean, yeah. it was a grip's wet dream, really. Uh, it was, and, and we kind of uh, redefined what we would do as a grip department's job. You know, like we designed special backpacks to carry. 
lenses and cameras up on top of mountain peaks, and yeah. we came up with rigs to mount cameras to kayaks in the Grand Canyon, and and it was it was incredibly challenging. And what were the locations? Can you name them? We we started up in Alaska. We went to Alaska four different times, which to is catch what Katie each, loves. Katie loves we Alaska. Went each season, and then I went back to Kodiak, Alaska, for another job because I became the Alaska guy for a little while. <laughs> okay, um, and then um, so four different times in Alaska. Four different okay. times in Alaska to catch each season. Um, wow. And then uh, what we would do is we would go shoot, and then the rest of the crew would go home and do the thing. But as as a key, we would have to go scout the other locations. We went down to Arizona. We went down to Mexico. We went down to L.A. for a very brief period of time. Mm-hmm. We were up in Oregon, Washington. We were all along the western coast. Um, and who is on the – is it the same crew or is it a skeleton crew? Or um, is, it, it, is, it is the same core crew. And yeah. then we hired a couple – we would hire locals when we yeah. landed and do whatever and stuff like that. But it, you know, it was it was weird because you know I was enamored a little bit with Sean because sure, he has such isn't? a personality. Yeah. Uh, and then you know I spent so much time with him. Yeah. Like just there were just five. It was it was the the DP Eric, the first AD Sean, the production designer, and myself. Right. Like we would do helicopter trips up the top of mountains, helicopter trips in the Grand Canyon. Right. Like car rides for like eight hours, just the five of us. Like train rides for like twenty hours. All right. Uh, to the point where I found myself like not wanting to hang out with him, <laughs> and uh, we were in an airport. Stop in, bumming cigarettes off me! God damn it! We were in an goalie. airport in Portland and uh, or in Seattle, and I went to the farthest Starbucks, the way back corner. I was like, I don't want to fucking hang out with any of these people. And then Sean and Emil and Chet, Sean's assistant. Hey, Pat, what's going on? They sat down and they hung out for like an hour. I was like, oh, what a tough life I have trying to get rid of Sean Penn. <laughs> did you party with Sean Penn? Um, I, I did uh, a little bit. We had drinks, but um, I, I was definitely in a lot of situations where I could have partied significantly. Mm. Um, but one of the things that I learned on your jobs, uh, <laughs> which, this should be good. which uh, I, I kind of carried off, is, was that is when you... I'm hired to do a job. I'm there to facilitate your your vision and make sure that what you want to get done is put on film. Um, and my job is not to hang out with you and party, although you want to. It's like, you know, we could have partied with Vince Vaughn and Sean Penn and all those guys. But uh, if I had done that, I would have sacrificed what I do for a living and I would have lost a job. Holy you know, that's very and mature. I, and I, and that, I learned very that. Mature. that is a I future, learned that. That's a future 80 president. I learned that on Super Troopers because there was that one day we were partying, we were shooting nights at the air, at the tarmac. Yeah. yeah. And John Hokinson, I think, was the gaffer. Yeah. He yeah. and I had a, a couple of whiskey drinks. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember going to bed, but I remember lying in bed and, you know, getting in the car. And Gil Richards, the truck driver, when mm. I pulled up, was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell happened to you? And then yeah. you could just see it. Yeah. And I, I realized at that point, I was like, you, 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 can't, you can't do the same can't thing. Because, professional. Right, you're professional. And it's also like we work different hours than those people. It's like, yeah. you know, like they have a little bit more time off than we do. So we'll work 14 hours. We have nine to 10 hours off that we have to go back. Sometimes they have more time. Yeah. They can go take naps, that kind of sure. stuff. Yeah. And we work and every day. with heavy equipment. Yeah. And heavy equipment shit. is dangerous, and you know, for sure. What is the most dangerous thing you've had to fabricate? Uh, or the, the most, most dang- dangerous situation you've found Didn't yourself Didn't you have like, uh, lift equipment with helicopters? We, the most dangerous and the, the, uh, the closest I came to death was in uh, Into the Wild, and we had brought a helicopter up to... Uh, get a uh, dolly track and a dolly up for a camera shot to go around a meal on top of a mountain that no one has ever 
set foot on. Yeah. Mm. So I brought the dolly up there, and there was a lot of debacle. And how do you get and, you you physically brought it up, or did the helicopter brought it? The up? helicopter we we put it in a sling underneath the helicopter, and we yeah. we yeah. sent it up there. But the helicopter guy was kind of a yahoo, and yeah. he's like, ah, I think it's too heavy. He's like, let me. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm calculating the weight. I was like, you don't know how much that stuff weighs. Yeah. yeah. You know, headphones out like like this and everything. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like. Uh, I'll tell you what to take out. And so we took out a bunch of weight. We got up. We he he kind of put it down, and then there was a pop in the helicopter. And he's like, "Whoops!" I was like, "What? What does whoops mean?" Are you in the helicopter? I'm in the helicopter okay. with him. I was like, "What? What is whoops?" And this is my second helicopter ride ever okay. in my okay. life. <laughs> okay. And I was like, "What does whoops mean?" He's like, uh, "I uh, I may have dropped it." Oh. And I looked down, and the the dolly had rolled down the side of the mountain. And I was like, "Oh fuck." And Sean had made it very clear to me that in seven hours he was coming up and getting the shot no matter what. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So uh, I, I talked to the guy. I was like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hover over you, and I'm going to have you hook onto the bottom of the helicopter. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds, that sounds right. So I walk down into like, like waist-deep snow on the side of a mountain of Alaska, and I find the cable. And I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. And I hear the helicopter take off. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the helicopter comes, and he comes right on the you know, side of a mountain, down a pitch, and he comes over my head. The blades are probably about four feet from my head. Oh, Jesus my God. And, I, and I'm trying to hook it on. And I hook it on, and I, I, I always remember, run to the left. Like, don't run to the back of the helicopter. <clears throat> I run to the left, and, uh, and it fails. And I was like, what fails? The helicopter? No, the, the cable pops oh, out okay. again. Okay. I was like, shit. So the guy comes out. I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do now. He's like, I'm going to come back over, over you again, okay? You're going to tie it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not tying shit to a helicopter. Yeah. And so we go down, we figure it out, we get it up top, and uh, we get the shot. It was, it was very complicated. Sean was fine. So now I'm exhausted. It's, it's you know, you've been on the top of a mountain for f- 13 hours, and right. you're in tundra and snow, and, and there's a lot of emotion going on. So now it's time to bring the helicopter, uh, the dollar stuff back down to the bottom of the mountain. And uh, I, I put the the gear where it's very easy for the helicopter to be hooked up. You just hook it up. And so the guy had landed the helicopter, and he was just shy, like three feet. And the guy's like, ah, well, you're used to it. I'll tell you what, I'll hover, oh. and then you hook it up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, fine, no problem. You know, my brain's not really working. And so he hovers over, I hook up, and then I run straight to the back of the helicopter, like right into the oh. rudders. And and literally something in my head yelled, left! And then I turned left, and I was as inches from the rotor. Oh, so I mean, that that would have been it. Oh, so uh, so that was awesome, <laughs> and I survived. And then the next day, I found myself uh, in a pack of wild wolves mm. guarding Sean from wild wolves. And I said to him, I was like, if you fucking kill me, you are going to have to call my mother and explain to what happens. <laughs> and he said, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, take care. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. So, What's your name again? Yeah. Uh, you got well, a cigarette? So. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that movie, you'd be very proud of it. Movie. It's a I'm, beautiful I'm, movie. I'm very, very proud it's of that movie. It's a great movie, movie and yeah. it looks gorgeous. It looks fantastic. And you had a lot to do with that. I had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. And it's, it's made my career, and it's, it's given me the confidence to take – larger movies and and to move forward and it's like ah you know if i can get a dolly grip up or a dolly track up on a mountain with helicopters i can lay something over there and, sure you know yeah. rig something to a car it really kind of puts it all in perspective so what about the your your most accomplished movie the slam and salmon um I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually i'm actually very proud of slam and salmon like i i I'm you worked actually, for a director yeah. um i worked for a director who's maybe the finest director you've worked for <sighs> 
I would say probably the most talented. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Oh. Most well organized. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I um, believe that. I believe that. Uh, the, the the most light films that I've worked on. What do you mean, like uh, like, like fun? Just fun and encouraging, like laughter and sense of humor mm. and farting on each other. Oh, right. Yeah, because you guys have really. Oh wait, started. I directed that movie. Oh wait, uh, that was you. That I was my brother Kevin Heffernan. Right. Yeah. Tell uh, tell the story about. Uh, oh the uh, yeah. Tell <laughs> that story. All right, so uh, on the set, because uh, mm-hmm. we've been together a lot, right, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. as a crew, not just you and me, but everyone, yeah. we, um, we would play a game called the fart game. Right. right? Very simple. Right. Tell us about the fart uh, game. Basically, the fart game was like whenever you see like, a crew guy like bending over to pick something up, right. you'd go over there and fart in his face. Right. And right. I, I was the first one, and the first day of shooting, you did it to me. Right, but we had done it on yeah. Beer Fest a lot. We'd done a Beer right. Fest a lot. And then Slam and Sam was like, let's, let's let it rock, yeah, let's right? Go. Let it rip. And so, yeah, Hello. let it rip. So we're, we, we play the fart game, right? So, like, you know, if, like, the DP or you or, or the whoever is bending over to pick up some equipment, yeah. you nail them right, right in the face, right? right. Ha, 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 hysterical. <laughs> Juvenile. Okay, so one morning... Uh, uh, we're uh, set up to do this stuff with the Japanese uh, couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the interpreter and the Japanese guy who mm-hmm. were with the champ. And uh, it's mm-hmm. 8.30 in the morning, 8 in the morning, whatever we're starting, before anyone shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat is on the set. We're set up the shot. <laughs> yeah. And Pat walks by me. Yeah. Pretty empty set at this point. Pretty empty <laughs> set. <laughs> and he drills me. Drills me with the, with the early morning. Yeah. I just had a breakfast burrito fart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nails me, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so, uh, uh, you know, a few minutes go by, and I'm going to get him back. I'm going to nail him. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And, uh, like, I directed in my costume. Like, I'm in a suit. A suit, yes. And the director. Tie, yeah. And so, uh, Pat walks by, and he's up, and he bends over something, and I turn around, and I fucking <laughs> drilled him in the face <laughs> with a fart. Like, a good fart. Right in his mouth. Yeah, like, loud and beefy. And, um, and I look up, and sitting there uh, uh, watching is this actress, Smith Cho. Yeah. who played the Japanese interpreter. Lovely woman, like beautiful good woman, good actress, and uh, her only day on the set. Yeah. <laughs> so she had showed up early for her first day on the set, and the first thing she sees is the director fart in the face of the key grip. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just sitting on like one of those bar stools like, yeah. watching, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's up, Smith? Mm-hmm. How are you? Yeah. And so uh, after that, I had to climb out a hole to show right. my respectability. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then you, you said to her, she's like, this is my brother. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I don't know, it backfired a little bit on me. Yeah. Pun intended? Yeah, I guess, so. I, guess it, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, but that was, no, that was good. Go, 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 you say something about it? No, no, go finish your thought. I'm just following your lead here. Oh, no, no. I just didn't. No, I, he, he acted in that one again, too. He, well, Pat, is, Pat has acted in all of our movies, no? Mm-hmm. Were you in Super Troopers? Uh, I was cut from the original ending. Okay. Uh, but then I operated oh, yeah. the camera for the for Bacasse because he was a little too short. A lot of, you know? <laughs> okay. So I, I made the ending that way. Club Dread, you were? I was Kevin's body. Yeah, when, oh, that's right. when Kevin yeah. does the magical yeah. shrinking uh, chant. Yeah. Yeah, but, right. but that was that was probably one of the most dubious ones because you had been in that outfit all day long, and Melissa was the wardrobe designer. Yeah, Melissa Bruning. Yeah. Melissa Bruning, and she's like, "I am so sorry, I don't have any backups, yeah. so you're gonna have to wear your brother's sweaty clothes." But we just yeah. to explain the scenes. That yeah. scene at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. we're running away from the killer, and mm-hmm. Britt and I are trying to hide under the bed. Yep. And I can't fit under the bed because I'm fat, and right. so I do like a little mystical chant to make my body shrink. Right. And we couldn't figure out how we were going to do it. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's just do like the old-fashioned, like, you know, Texas Wolfman yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. thing, and we'll swap 
Pat in for me. And Pat Pat was very thin. Yeah, at, at the, the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at the time. And uh, and so we just swapped his body. And so when you watch mm-hmm. that movie, you see Pat's torso. Yeah, in right. place of my torso. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then beer fest. He's uh, a French guy. I was a French guy drinking. I'm talking yeah. to Pat. Oh, sorry, French guy. I'm talking. I thought it was like a quiz for me to Pat. I was a, I was a French guy, you know, uh, acting opposite Kevin. Yeah, and uh, we didn't really have any dialogue, but Kevin uh, graced me with before we, we they rolled camera. He put a mint in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Here you go. That's how you know he likes you. <laughs> yeah, and then gives you a mint, and then slamming mm. salmon, slamming salmon. I was a waiter pouring water. Yeah, yeah like and, you'll see, yeah. like there's a it's an opening scene, mm-hmm. and everyone, all the waiters are afraid of the champ, and we zip yeah. around the room for different waiters. Fear thing, and your thing yeah. was you were pouring, over pouring a glass of water, water. Thing. right? Yeah, and the night before, uh, I were, mom and dad were in town, and yeah. uh, he, we were at Kevin's house having dinner, and I was leaving. He's like, "Oh, by the way, shave for tomorrow." I was like, "What? <laughs> shave for tomorrow?" That's all I'm saying. You look like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. But no, you did a great job by that movie. Thank you, Pat. thank you very much. I mean, I hope that movie was a fun movie to make. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed that I had movie. A great time. I, I had a great time. A lot of great friends in that movie, and and it was it was well done. Have all the Heffernans been in Broken Lizard movies? Has Betsy been in a, in a, uh, one of the movies? Yes, uh, yes, yes. She was in, in the funeral scene, scene. of Beer Fest. Oh, okay, so out, in the, out in the audience. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and that must have been hard for her to see you in a coffin. Though. Well, I think I think for everyone it was a little creepy. It was it was because, weird. Like we were all sitting together. We had this great family picture yeah. uh, that my parents have at home. It's like all of us together in a set of beer fest, and Kevin is like a dead face. Because they made me up. <laughs> they made me up like a dead guy, colorless, and the lips. I was little, there. Yeah, I was there. And, rouge. Um, and, uh, and I think it made everyone very comfortable for me to be in that coffin. It was interesting, because as the actor who was de- delivering your eulogy, I kept looking down, <laughs> trying to say to myself, like, what would I feel if uh, Kevin had actually Method. died? Get that, use that, and nothing, I couldn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get yeah. nothing. Yeah. Who gives coming. a shit? Yeah, fuck it. I actually had a hard time when uh, that scene where you were actually drowning oh, uh, beer in the beer fest. Like, I was like, wow, this is, this is weird. I don't want to watch this. Oh, well, right. That's you know? like when I die. I like, <gasps> and then open eye death. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're ready for it, Pat. When yeah. I die, you'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I bet if he, when he goes, he's going to go open eye, by the way. I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. Ham, hawk, and mouth, maybe? I don't know. Um, Pat got so, oh sorry I say Pat got so big that he now he turns down movies that we do I know oh uh, that's know. not that's not true yeah, yeah. It well it, it, that wasn't true that I, wasn't your movie the the uh, baby makers uh yes I turned that one down <laughs> <laughs> yes now he's like ah sorry I got yeah. too busy I, I can make yeah. too much money on my other jobs I remember there was a point where uh, I was potentially going to do uh, a Oliver Stone film uh, in Vietnam the the right. designer had told me that he put my name in on a short list for for that movie yeah and that was the same time Slam and Sam was going to come yeah and you said to me well clearly. You're gonna do my movie over Oliver yeah, Stone's movie because Stone. I'm your brother. That's right. I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> and then I called. Him, I called my mother. <laughs> yeah, and got my mother on the case, and she couldn't deliver Pat. No, she yeah. didn't. He did Slime Stone. I did Slime Stone. Baby Makers. Yeah. He was like, nah. No. Needless to say, the Oliver Stone movie failed. It didn't go through. It didn't go. So. It didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Didn't have to make the decision. So luckily, I was able to do Slime Stone. Yeah, and we're glad to have had yeah. you. Thank you very much. Let's talk about um, uh, Workaholics. Yes. The, the job that you've been working on a lot recently, the last few seasons, you've been the key group of Workaholics. Yes. People love that fucking show. They do. They I do love, love that show. show. They do love it's a show. funny show. It's yeah. a very funny show. You watch it faithfully, right? Let me. Mm-hmm. I, I would say not faithfully, but I've, I've got it on, like, you know, on DVD. I've got all the right. seasons. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so, you know, I'm slowly getting through all that. I'm not, I, I don't watch it live. I've seen a bunch of them. Because I don't want it's to. fucking funny. Mm-hmm. It is funny. So I, acted, I acted in one of those. Right. Actually. Right. You got into yep. that, right? I got into that, yeah. 
Um, how is that? Is it a fun show to work on? It's a real fun show. Fun set. Real fun show. Real fun set. Improv. Do they do a lot of improv? They do do a lot of improv. Do a lot of improv. You know, but but it's the same thing as as Broken Lizard. Like it's a very family based. You know, they always have this Kyle. Those the same director who also runs it, and and everyone's just there to have a good time and and to to make a funny product. So it's definitely worth it, and all the guys are great. They really, you know, they like joking around, and so. Have you noticed, like, over how many, how many years have you done? How many seasons have you um, done? We took over the show. This could be the second full season. I w- we were about to start the second full season this year. Oh, okay. Does have any- you notice, like, a difference? Like, uh, you know, they've gotten, they figured out how to, you know. I think they've, they've always known. They, they've learned things. And yeah. I think that I think that their writing is getting. Um, I don't want to say much more intelligent, but they're they're really moving away from the sophomore jokes and like really digging deep a little bit. Are they trying to grow um, up? Uh, no, they're not trying to grow up because their fans don't want them to grow yeah. up. Are and they their getting... fans have made it clear. Yeah, yeah, they're like we want the dick jokes and you know chugging bong water jokes. We don't want you know. So, um, but yeah, but they definitely are really growing and they're, they're they have a huge fan base. Yeah, mm-hmm. gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, is Adam Divine Divine? Adam Divine is Divine. Is Divine. I get along very well with him. Um, yeah. Uh, I like to, uh, in fact, at the wrap of last season, I sent him two pictures of me, one sitting on his desk with my pants off, okay. bare assed on his desk. <laughs> okay. He's like, okay, thank you. His desk uh, on the set? On his off, no, his, his actual his personal production. office desk. Okay. He has an office. I want his mm-hmm. office and sat on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> so he and I have a very uh, very special. Is special. that what they mean by being overly enthusiastic? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, I, admittedly, I cross the line a lot. Yeah. But for some reason, I get away with it. I don't know why. Um, but that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Um, and how about uh, Blake Anderson? Uh, Blake Anderson is very cool. Very nice. Are those yeah. guys stoners in real life? You know they they are uh, they are all very sober on set. You know they mm. you know they not, they love like partying. Us, huh? They love partying for <laughs> sure. You know, and they you know they'll go out and they drink afterwards, and they all have parties together. And um, but they, they take it very seriously. I mean, they really want to succeed, and they they really they worked very hard at it when it was a webcast. Yeah, uh, and so they're just psyched. I mean, and they're doing very well. They've got they're contracted to do two more seasons after this. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, how many episodes? How often do you shoot with them? Um, last time they they had a good deal, so we did like twenty episodes last season. So it was a real big run. But right now, I think we just do thirteen episode blocks. And what's how? What kind of commitment is it for you? Uh, so for commitment for me it would be um, they would do uh, one week per episode, so it'd be about thirteen weeks, and then so you would have. Probably four or five weeks of hiatus off in between there. Okay. So, and are they on hiatus now? They are on hiatus now. They start shooting um, mid October. And are you going to go back and do it, or you don't know yet? I don't know. Well, I mean, you got some other options. Well, yeah, I'm supposed to do like my crew would stay, but I'm supposed to go do the Cameron Crow movie in Hawaii. Hopefully, um, and hot damn, hot damn, um, and then uh, it's either that or I might do uh, Steve Carell's doing a new film with Jennifer Garner in town, Mm -hmm. which I've been asked to do as well. So I'm not quite sure. Look at this, my brother. You have choices. Look at my brother. I have three choices. Can't you get us a job? What the fuck? Get us in one of those. But the people at Workaholics don't quite know that yet. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, wait a minute. It's okay. I'm going to talk to the. He doesn't know yet. He doesn't know yet. What's the Cameron Crowe movie? Uh, The Cameron Crowe movie, uh, I I don't know the name of the project. It's not released yet. It's Uh, untitled Cameron Crowe. It's untitled Cameron Crowe project. Um, But it's got um, Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, and uh, the chick from... uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah. yeah. That's a hot cast. Hot cast. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. How long? I would leave uh, mid-September till Christmas. That's better than Club yeah, Dread. My beautiful, my beautiful wife was like, I was like, do you think it's okay if I go? She's like, to Hawaii? 
So, yeah, go ahead. I'll see. Get her on I'll the come, job. I'll Get her on the visit. show. Yeah, because yeah. that'll be like you know the 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 full Monty. Like, yeah. but it 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 will be like Into the Wild. I mean, there's a lot of like volcano what kind movie? Of stuff. Into the wild. No, into I like the you wild. Say into the wild. Into, into the, the wild. Into the wild. Into the wild. Into the wild. You didn't sound like that when you first started your career. No, I did not. No, into I was bright eyed, bushy tailed. Into the wild. Now, now I'm jaded. A, yes. Into the wild. What's it? What's it? Do you like a TV or film better? I like film better. I like how come? Uh, well, film you. It's it's short term. Like like TV is. I don't want to say it's monotonous, but it's monotonous. Yeah. Um. You know, you you do the same setups over and over again. You go back. Okay, let's go back to this set again, and then sure. we'll do this. You know, TV, uh, film, I think, is more organic. It's, you know, each each set you do, and you don't you don't come back to it, so it's not like you're going to fix it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, want, you have to really invest everything. Um, and there's there's more, like, TV, you're just, it's a grind. You're trying to get it out. But right. the beauty of TV is that it keeps you in town. And, right, you know, steady you work. You stay with your wife at yeah. home. You don't have to travel. And, sure. Yeah. Best actor of the Heffernan clan, minus uh, Kevin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, okay. Jeez, you know, that's tough. <laughs> Including yourself. Uh, I, I'll take myself out because I don't. I don't think I'm a very good actor. Okay, but okay. I will say that um, <laughs> top two. Okay, top two. I want the number one. Uh, e. Michael Heffernan. It's all <laughs> really? in the face. It's all in the face. Really? Maybe, you know? Wow. Really? Let me agree with that. Yeah. I. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is E. Michael is Michael Jr. Or? No, it's like Michael Senior. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> my next question is worst, and I feel like we all know who the worst. Yeah, no, is. No, no. I, I think my brother Kevin is the best. I said no, Kevin. Thank you. That's, that's a given. Um, but I, I also have a hard time. Dude, James. The Pat was an actor. Pat, right. Pat was a singer and an actor in his it day. It was true. I know. And it that's the other true. thing. Because <laughs> beautiful singing voices run in your family. He's got a beautiful singing voice. Do they? Voice. Who else has a singing voice? You. Well, him. He took, Kevin, uh, he took he, voice lessons. Yeah. I know. Voice Pat, lessons until college. Pat, sing us a song. Because I heard, I heard you I sing a song. I love you, Lemmy. Oh, man. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> No, That's not. all you're going to get from Wait me. Wait a second. At your wedding, they played a recording of you singing an incredible song. Uh, they sure did. And it was yeah. beautiful. It was. Sing that fucking song. It was, well, uh, if you have the recording, uh, you'll do it. I'm, I'm retired. Uh, what? I'm retired. I, I, can, I can pop it in. Yeah. Pop it I'm, in. I'm yeah. Why don't you put it on your website? Yeah, Katie, if you care to hear what Pat Heffernan sounds like. All right. This is Pat singing right now. All right, that was great. Wow. That was that's incredible. Awesome. Whoa, that's that was incredible. Good. <clears throat> Can I get some water? That was really good. That's <laughs> that <was> amazing. <laughs> See what I mean, everybody? I See what of, I mean, uh, everybody? Favorite actor to work with aside of a Broken Lizard movie? Um, I mean, you've worked with a lot of, like, Sam Jackson. I have. All kinds of Sam people. Jackson is not my Not your favorite actor to work with. He is okay. not. He, he, he listens is. to this podcast. <laughs> I, he may listen to this podcast, but he does not like certain people, and I was and in And you're movie. one of them? No, he did. He, I, was, I was off his radar. Okay. Um, I think, um, I, you know, Sean is, 
uh, is a great guy to direct with, but as an actor, he's a, he's really high Because you worked on that other movie. Oh, yeah, he he, he actually hired me on another movie that they fired a grip crew, and so he put my name in. To, what was that? Uh, was it, he's he's like, uh, this must be the place. This must be the place, right, right, the right, place. Right, 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 right. But I showed up on set. And, That's the one you did? Yeah. yeah. I Okay, go yeah. on. It's tough. It's, it's, it's a weird... Yeah. Like, well, I have it on my, queue, my Netflix queue. I have it on Blu-ray. I'll give it to you. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's it's when I was like I showed up on set and he was in this garb and I was like because oh, he's man. supposed to be like like what's his name Robert Smith yeah Robert guy, Smith yeah. 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 yeah he's got a very very quiet you know and uh, and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out the entire crew was Italian yeah and we were in Detroit and they had fired the crew and the crew was like you're gonna hate this job and I was like ah come on it can't be that tired and Sean I know yeah. Sean and so I'm sitting there and I'm I'm trying to keep a low profile I'm doing a rig on a car and Sean's in character in the car and he looks out. And he sees me, and he just lays on the horn. <laughs> and everybody on set's looking like, what's going on? And he looks at me, and he goes like this. He points, yeah. calls you yeah. to him. And yeah. I was like, and I walked around in front of the car, and I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, I put your name in for this, so don't fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, it's good to see you. And like, in character. Right, you know, right, thing. right. It's that creepy. Yeah, this uh, creepy uh, thing. And then he did it again because we were in Central Park. And I, I said to him, I was like, listen, you owe me for all the shit I did for you in the wild. My parents are coming uh, when we're shooting in Central Park. And you, you have to say hi to them. Right. And he's like, okay. I was like, and be nice. Like, don't be a jerk about it. Just, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, okay, all right, fine, no problem. You and said that to Sean <laughs> So we're sitting there, and, and he's in this, this character, and... Uh, and he's really pissed off because he hates paparazzi. And in New York City, you can't sure, control you sure. can't control the paparazzi. Yeah. Like there are things that, as a grip department, we can do to to kind of calm the paparazzi or at least control them. But in New York City, you can't do that because they travel with their lawyers, and it just becomes a whole. So you can't thing. even like rig something to block their view. Right? No. Well, we do that, but they can get around it. But a lot of times, what we can do is we can take like uh, reflectors and reflect the sun right into their lens. And so Ooh. you stick a guy on it. And it's like just you follow that fucking guy and you nail him. Oh, and and Sean great. loves that kind of shit. That's, you know? great. that's but great. But you you can't do that in New York City because you're you're limiting their career. You know, you're hurting it. Blah, blah blah blah. So anyways, so we're sitting there and he's pissed. And I don't want to talk to him, but I'm I'm sitting right next to him and I'm holding a bounce board to light him. And we're in between takes, and he he says in his quiet character voice, "Where are your parents?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, "They're over there." He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> hi." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't think they can hear you." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> and so later on, uh, we had wrapped, and and Sean's assistant Chet comes up, and he's also Chet's this little. You know, older Italian bulldog who's uh, Jack Nicholson's assistant as well. He's like, "Hey, uh, Sean wants uh, your parents to come see him in uh, in his trailer." I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, he never invites anyone in the trailer. Yeah. And so I bring my parents over to the trailer, and he gets in, and Sean comes out with like his shirt wide open, and he's walking around, and I was like, "What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> like, my mother, like seven years old, you're walking with your shirt. I was like, "Oh, I'm so I'm so I'm so sorry. It's like, nice <laughs> to meet you." And he talked to my parents, and it was it was cool. Was he in character? Or was he? He was not. He, oh, he nice. once once he takes his makeup off, he's back to he's himself. Done. Yeah. Okay, but he he maintains character the whole time. That's so, nice. Yeah. So my mom loved that. Yeah, I've heard that story. Yeah. I wish I could stay in character. Uh, <laughs> it would make me a real joy to work. I don't with. know. I, I love not staying. I like it. I think it's. I don't know. We like on the Broken Lizard movies. We have always enjoyed being out of character right up until they say action. Exactly. And then popping. But in, in. that yeah. look, yeah. you know, you're in that weird look, and then you're just talking to yourself. You're joking yourself. Then boom, you're in the character. Yeah. I always like yeah. that better. I think yeah. it's funnier. My my favorite story is is when you when Coconut Pete dies and your character walks in. Yeah. yeah. And you have tears dread. in your eyes. Club, Club dread. dread. You, yeah. you have tears in your eyes. 
most people will work up to an emotional point to get the tears in his eyes. Right. And you're up, nah, fuck that. You're off in the corner sticking your finger in your throat to <laughs> gag reflex. And he was like, this is how I act. Yeah, poking himself. Look, I got happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, get that, you, get, you get the cry. Same cry look yeah. when, you fucking, yeah. when you're puking. You That's know what right. I mean? I just have, I have Sherry Kornhaber blow menthol spray into, That's my, right. into my eyes. That's right. You know. Burn my eyes <laughs> right. to get that shot. Yeah. Just so I can fuck around all the way up to the moment. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Well, we're, okay. We, we, we're like an hour and a half in now. Jesus Christ. We did it, huh? Mm-hmm. We did it. We shot the shit with Pat for like a long time, man. Dude. Oh, he's chewing. It was really great. It was, it was really chew. It was really great to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was actually quite nervous coming here. Uh, Why? Uh, because you know this isn't my shtick. This is a friendly I, room. I, I don't do this kind it's of. It's just stuff. hanging out, yeah. and shooting the shit. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we thought of stories that you didn't even think about. That's true. And you brought up stories I didn't even think about. That's true. That's true. And you didn't get attacked by me once. Do you want to attack? Do you want to attack me? I, I'd like. I'd like you. I don't. I don't want to feel before like, we go out. This is our relationship. This is a great time. If you, I mean, I don't want to. I stifle like, you in any way. If you want to hit him up, go ahead. No, I had no. I had more of a desire to attack you today. I thought Pat and I were going to gang up on you. <laughs> oh, but Pat preempted that by attacking me, and I don't sure. like it one fucking bit. Sure, sorry. Hey, man, that's the I'm way sorry. it goes, bro. Don't worry. You don't fuck with the Heffernans. Uh You want to you know, know what, what my most recent favorite memory of you is? Tell me, Steve. Let me. Yeah, uh, it's when we were doing the uh, Taddy and Fatty shoot. Oh yeah, it's we called Fatty and Taddy. Fatty and Taddy. Right. Yeah. Pat was yeah. our key grip on Fatty and uh, Taddy. I was glad you care so Taddy. much yeah. about it. Yeah, and uh, it was. Uh, I guess the uh, the police had just left after I had talked to them. All right, sure. we should set up what, what happened. Okay, <laughs> set up what happened. We're shooting Fatty and Taddy at Lemmy's house, and uh, we're late, late, late at night, and we have to do a scream. A girl has to scream, and Lemmy's kids asleep and his wife asleep, and so we're like, you know what? Go down the block. And record the scream, and we'll put it in later. <laughs> so this David, the sound guy, takes takes the actress down the down the block, and they do the screams. And about two seconds after that scream, the whole uh, neighborhood came alive. Yeah, the helicopters, like came. it's like helicopters, cop cars. Somebody obviously yeah. called the cops. Thought a girl was getting killed. It was an old lady down the street. Yeah, and and they were just there's like a helicopter all over the place, and we in, inspired that like in your the, neighborhood. The helicopter spotlight on my pool. Like yeah. they knew. They knew where it was for twenty minutes, twenty five yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was we like were all, you know, we were all hiding inside. Big Brother yeah. shit going. But on. I was right. I was loading the gear up because we had been shooting for two days, and it was it was a long schedule. We we're yeah. exhausted. It was yeah, been a long time. I just wanted to go home, and uh, so I'm loading the gear out so they could see that we were doing this this production. And the cops came, and I ended up talking to cops. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, it's a super trooper. Oh, my God. You know, which is always the default <laughs> to cops. I mean, sure. I, for you, it's something, but for me, you yeah, know, sure, it's fun to throw yeah. out. And uh, so the so the cops left. Everything was fine. And then we're trying to unload gear out of your house. And like I bumped something, and Lemmy came out bald, still with that. PF, will you shut the fuck up? My kids are sleeping. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and that was the last time Steve Lemmy ever let someone shoot anything in his house. That is weird. <laughs> we don't know if that remains to be seen. Although, I'll tell you this, though. I was talking to Baracci, the our DP, yeah. Rob Baracci, on that. And we were talking about shooting some more episodes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think you might have a problem getting Pat to work on that thing again. Well, why is that? What? I don't know. No, no. You tell me true. why. No, 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 no. That's not true. I, I will always, if I'm available, I was always working that's my brother's talking about. I like And for Rob Barachi as well. That's and for Steve Lemmy. You know, that's if, what I'm talking I like about. If I'm available, for sure. I like to hear I that. wouldn't turn down Cameron Crowe for you. What? What? If we're shooting a web series, you're, you won't turn down Cameron Crowe? I won't turn down Cameron Well, if you shoot the web series in Hawaii for three <laughs> Family months. first, Pat. <laughs> yes. Remember who gave you your start. Um, Jane there Heffernan. would be no Cameron Crowe without Kevin Heffernan. That is true. Uh, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I like the and and for all the people who say Kevin Heffernan is kind of an asshole, but yeah. he is an extremely loyal family member. Thank you. Oh, thank and you. And family is the most important thing. Then. That's right. To a default. Uh, thank you. And Steve Lemmy, you are part of that family. Oh. 
All those times you slept at my parents' couch? <laughs> you I go. believe me. All I the know. times they fed you? I know. All those Mike's times, famous chicken? All those times you slept on my couch and had sex on my floor? <laughs> uh, no, no. It was your air mattress. Oh, my air mattress. It was your air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get me a part in that Cameron Crowe movie out of loyalty? Me too, uh, uh, friend. Sure. sure. Me too, sure. family I'll see guy. what I can do. Right, I'm good. not that in. You know, I, can I just get... want to be on Workaholics. Oh, do, there you, do you go. Want, do you want to be? He can get you on Workaholics. Yeah. They tried to get Kevin on Workaholics, but he was booked on something else. What? So he turned him down. But what was that thing? There was something like... They wanted like... you to be fat cuz. Oh, right, right, right. But, but, no, you... but there was another thing. There was another thing where they wanted to, me they... to do something, and I was like, oh, that's very flattering, and then it turned out like playing somebody's father. Uh, no, no, that was for, that was for uh, that was for Adam Devine's um, uh, stand-up comedy thing, which hasn't released yet. Oh, right, right. Uh, and okay, then okay. they needed someone to play. But I was at, we were doing get we were out of town. You guys were out of gig. town. I would do it again as well. I would have done it. So, but then also thought like you and Kyle Newichek have the same agents. Agents, yeah. And so they had talked about maybe having you direct a couple or that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Which I, I I've been pushing. Oh, for because I'll definitely be in that episode. I've been then. pushing for that. Well, I'd like to see Lemmy in Workaholics. Yeah. Um, but can I tell them officially that you want to have a role in Workaholics? Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Good, good luck. I look forward to that episode. Me yeah. too. Okay. Let's chew it. Um, Pat, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I know you had to. I know you couldn't say no, but thank you for. Uh, no, no. I was happy. I'm happy to do it. Good. Happy. I've been waiting for my name to be said on the podcast as it was, and it has been mentioned before. Now you got a whole episode, man. Now I got a whole episode. Holy shit. One of my friends who I told you, he's like, he just started, Stephen O'Neill. Who yep, Steve O'Neill, sure. So uh, he, I introduced him to podcast two days ago, and he watched, listened to a bunch of them. Yeah. And he sent me a text the other day saying, your brother's podcasts are awesome. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't fuck it up. I, I he did so. a good job. Katie, did he do a good job, no, Katie? Katie, okay? Yeah. Good. Okay, she, good. Would, good. she would have said that no matter what. No, she would give you a thumbs down. True. That's true. I thought she was like a different sound booth or something like that. No, no. She's right there. She's part she's of the so game. She's so quiet over there. We didn't go to her too much today. Yeah. We will in the next episode. Katie, does that make you mad? Because usually we go to you. No, it yeah. lets her email and shit over there. Mm. Let's her do what she needs to do. She doesn't care. Are you Are you just managing the 500,000 subscribers we've got? Oh, good. Thanks, is that man. what you're at? You're at 500,000? Oh, God, yeah. that's huge. How, how much are you, like, when, what is a successful, not that you're not successful, like, what is, like, at, like the major? What, what is it, like, 25,000 is, is good? That's about average. That's average. So you're that's above average. average. Yeah. yeah. And we're at uh, 2 million, so we're in good shape. Oh, wait, wait, 2 million. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. Oh, that's million? what I heard. That's what I heard. About 500,000. Okay. Oh, that's what I heard. Well, the fastest yeah. growing. We might be at 2 million today. And now, oh. after Pat's podcast, boom. Are you guys at, like, like uh, on the list of hot new on the iTunes thing? We, on iTunes, podcast? we were on. The, we were. I don't know if we are anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we're new anymore. We're yesterday's we were on, news. We were on the notable. Notable news. Notable new podcast. Okay. You guys are the only podcast I listen to. Yeah, Patty. Love it. Love yeah. it. All right, good. All right. All right. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Talk to you next time, guys. Okay, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 